Welcome everyone to another episode of Ranting with Ramos. I'm your host, Jose, and today we have a special episode. We got a guest. We have Leo from Movies on Weed in the Building. Thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for coming on, dude. Hey, thank you. I know we talked about it before a couple of months ago, right? Yeah, yeah. I think this was uh, this was uh, an interview in the making. <laughs> We've been talking about this for a minute. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and spark this up. Dude, what is, what is this called? This is uh, Java Mint. Java Mint. Yeah, it's uh, from, I believe, a company called uh, Drew Estates. Oh, like man. actual yeah dude sounds <laughs> like, famous sounds yeah, so oh, fancy <laughs> yeah yeah i mean yeah this is no swisher sweet man yeah dude it smells good most like uh kind of like chocolate coffee yeah and just with a hint of mint mm. yes you gotta burn it hot like a like an actual cigar huh yeah yeah that's exactly it they're bomb too i mean they're they're really hard to find de vez en cuando so like mm -hmm. when you see them dude they're like bolillos on a sunday morning i mean when they bring them out you gotta you gotta grab them quick or um, or menudo there's some place that i go to that has a uh, menudo yeah not lit all the way especially when it comes to one of those certain spots especially when they're known for it it's like you gotta you gotta show up you show up with the pot you gotta get there before the line shows up because there's that point where they will run out yeah you want to light yours up? Man, yeah, I'm having trouble yeah. with mine, but Here, nope, shut that up right now. Try it. Here. There you go, casita. Go for it. Inhale. There you go. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. Man, it's good, dude. And I like how the, the actual the leaf tastes like it, too. But these, you got to... Not inhale like 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 Bill Clinton. Huh? Exactly. Yeah, just like Clinton. <laughs> I was talking to my brother about that last time because uh, when I was podcasting with him last week, um, we were uh, he he had a his pack of uh, cigarettes. I think he I think he smokes lights one hundreds. Right. And I'm like, hey, fuck! I haven't had a fucking frajo in a while, <laughs> you know. And I'm like, hey, am I supposed to inhale this? He's like, nah, dude. He's like, he's oh yeah, you do. I'm like, fuck! I don't I don't think you're supposed to. Yeah. And I'm like, I know for sure cigars. You just fucking. You know, and you know, actually, what I see a lot is I see these kids that smoke those uh, fucking um, those vapes. Yeah. But the, they 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 smoke it like a like a like a cigar. Yeah. Are you supposed to? Or are you supposed to inhale it? Or to be honest, I I, I don't know. About I think that. it's just for looks, man. Yeah, I seen some guy. We, we were in Pomona because we went to a thrift store. And we got off on Gary uh, off the sixty. We're right. in and out right there. Right. And he was in front of us, and he he smoked it, and then right away he let the, his smoke out. To me, he was just trying to look cool. Yeah. That's that's all it is. I think personally, that's yeah. that's all it is. For just, fun, it's just relaxing, yeah, right? An image, yeah, it's image. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah, just yeah, like you see, just like you see that pelon driving a fucking flashy new car yeah, and yeah. shit. It's like, dude, it's all image. It's all image, yeah. Yeah, I'm that's like, that's what I thought, dude. When I, when I saw it, yeah. Sometimes, dude, it's just best go old school. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. A fucking like an actual cigar. Yeah. I mean, especially with the whole dabbing thing. Yeah. With with weed. Yeah. And I couldn't get into dabbing mm. and it was just like oh yeah come on it's it's you know the whole though extract yeah. and all that pedo and yeah. shit i'm like dude just just get a joint yeah i i think i think that doing that would probably take the fun out of it because you know the the act of of, of smoking is, is really relaxing you know the, the, the rep repetitiveness of it and it's just fun the smoke comes out of your nose and all that shit exactly and with the dabbing it's just one shot and that's it right it's all like you smoke the whole joint in like one hit yeah 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I would take the fun out of it. Yeah, exactly. And, and anytime you're using butane torches, I'm like, shit, you know what? With my clumsy ass, I'm like, shit, next thing I know, there's a fucking explosion and no more podcast. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah dude. So, uh, yeah, I've been listening to your, a couple of your episodes, dude. Um, I was like, man, when, when I hear you talk to people about movies, like, man, that's that's cool because, like, you retain all that info. Uh, I'm, I don't think, I don't think like, how does he retain all that information? Because I retain a lot of information, but mine's a bunch of different things. But I wish I knew that much about movies. And I do like movies, but you know a lot, like, you know. Yeah, it's, you know what? I, I like to think of it as the same way you can ask someone about the info on any sports team, sports mm. uh, player. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember once my, my cousin, she asked me that. She was like, dude, how do you know so much about yeah. movies? I'm like, well, you tell me. How is it that you guys know so much about the Raiders? Yeah. Yeah. What do you know about this team? And I was like, that is like, dude, it's the same that thing. That makes sense, dude. Whatever whatever sparks your interest, you know what I mean? You Exactly. You give you give it your, your attention. Yeah. That makes sense, dude. And what got you into like the movies like to be, you know? Really? I grew just, up in the same time. Cuz you I hear you talk a lot about 80s movies. Yeah, it's just that's that's what it was, man. There yeah. was just something that that always got to me. There was a there was this company back in the like early 70s and um 80s, a uh, group called the uh, Canon Group. Mm. by these two cousins from from israel of all places oh, shit. but yeah the crazy thing is when they came down to um california they ended up making movies in hollywood i mean i know you've heard of uh what anything with charles bronson yeah fucking uh chuck norris yeah like those old <laughs> yeah. outrageous ones yeah yeah i remember my dad he used to Damn. love watching all those crazy shit yeah. and i'd be like i'd be tripping out like as a little kid i'm like holy fuck yeah. how is it that you got this old viejito that looks like my deal fucking charles bronson he's kicking over ass, here. yeah <laughs> he's kicking ass he's like he's blasting on fools yeah and yeah i just remember my dad he would always tell me he was like yeah it's like yeah se, se parece como tu abuelito. He has, <laughs> he has his eyes you know what i mean yeah it's like dude he always looks like somebody's deal yeah, you know yeah. what i mean yeah and it's like dude come on yeah yeah my dad used to watch those a lot too dude those and those the clinics were too Oh yeah, dude, Clint Eastwood, yeah. man. Exactly. I mean, all those. I like to think that Chuck Norris. <laughs> yeah, come on, Chuck yeah. Norris. If if you seriously watch um, like Delta Force now, yeah, one, you can get away with filming stuff what? like that because they would have canceled culture that one like a long time ago. And it's just funny too. I mean, I mean, you had okay. You remember this movie um, in the '90s called uh, Jackie Brown? Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And do you remember the Bell Bondsman? No. Okay, there's there's this dude, Bell Bondsman, comes out, he's played by Robert Forrester. Yeah. And, I mean, dude, he's, he's a white dude. I think he also came out in, um, he's come out in Descendants, I think he also came out in Silver Lining Playbook, but the crazy thing is, in Delta Force, he plays the lead hijacker. I oh, mean, shit. a white dude putting on brown face, pretending uh. to be, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and at the very end of the movie, he's fighting uh, Chuck Norris, so it's yeah. like... Like, dude, that you, would you never happen. Now. Yeah, you can't do that. Anymore. Yeah, and I just find it funny. It's like, dude, why? Why are you not talking about it? Yeah, you know, come on, it's funny. It's back in the day, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not trying to protest anything yeah, about yeah. it. I'm like, dude, come on, just, just bring it up that it existed back then and it was cool. You know, exactly. Everyone, nobody, that's when nobody was fucking that sensitive. You know, exactly. Even that one, that Tropic Thunder, I've never seen it, but it looks funny. Where that food's just blackface. Yeah, and the black comedians were cool. They're like, yeah, I don't, I don't care. Yeah, exactly. That was that was one of the points that I tried to make. A lot of people were complaining about like blackface. Oh, yeah. you're not supposed to do that. And then you know what? It's wrong. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. But Robert Downey Jr. did it, and what happened? He got nominated for an Academy Award <laughs> yeah, for it. So it's like obviously it couldn't have been that yeah. bad. You know yeah. what I mean? And then look at look at the Wayne's Rose with white chicks. 
No, you know what? You know what I mean? White chicks was hilarious. Yeah. yeah. So like, I mean, if as if if it if it if it's uh, done in, in a comedic way and they're not really making the race look bad, it's just for a comedy, you know. Exactly. But nowadays, I don't know. It's no, everybody's got to stick up their ass. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, hey, whatever happened, whatever happened to just watching a movie and just getting entertained by it. Yeah. It's like, yeah. dude, that's 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 the whole point. You watch this. Yeah, you're right, dude. It seems like now people are watching it and dissecting it and trying to find what they can find wrong with it so they can complain about it. Yeah. Or and then once somebody complains about it or somebody famous complains about it, then they fucking try to um, see what it was that they complained about so they can add to it or complain about it themselves too. You know. You're absolutely right. Absolutely right. But yeah. I also think all of a sudden everybody wants to be an activist. También. They just want to. <laughs> they just want to point out all mm-hmm. this shit, especially the whole can- cancel culture and shit like yeah. that. I'd be like, dude, you have any idea how many times I've gone to a Disney store and I'll ask them over there? I'm like, hey, just curious. You know, I see all their little plushies that yeah. they have right there on sale. I'm like, hey, what's the chance you guys are going to start selling the crows from fucking uh, Dumbo? Because I'm like, you ask anybody that has ever watched Dumbo, you know that song, and you've all sung it. Yeah. Okay, come on, dude. Pull the stick out your ass. You know you you like it. But, yeah, I'm like, just They know what you're talking about? Huh? They know what you're talking about? Oh, yeah. They know. Even millennials? Huh? Even the millennials that work there? Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, you have to. It's Disney. Mm -hmm. When Disney tells you something, it's like, dude, it's, yeah, you should know they're Disney movies. Yeah, dude, because, um... I, I used to service them before we had, we had their their account. I'm an exterminator, and uh, you know what? Though all the managers that work there, they're all kind of older. They're like in the 30s or 40s and shit. They don't really have kids. I, I guess that's probably their their uh, their policy. But other places you go to, they have young ass fucking managers and shit. You know, but mainly it's uh it's older older people and shit. And but you know what? Everyone that works there, they looks like they enjoy their job. Maybe they get maybe they have discounts at Disneyland maybe here. Well, yeah, I mean, shit. Uh, how much? How much are the tickets to get in? Mm-hmm. Like, casi almost like two hundred. I'm like, dude, really? Yeah. I mean, unless unless you actually have a pass for the years, yeah. Like, I don't. I I hate going over there. Why? Because it's like reality is I'm gonna stay all day in line. Yeah. That's all it is. That's true, dude. And I was like, Sabes que no hay chiste. <laughs> yeah, there isn't. No hay chiste. Well, what? When I went, I think I went in fucking uh when did I go? I think I went like in two either two thousand I think or or ninety no no not, I'm, I'm tripping. Um two two thousand ten, I think, when my daughter was ten. Cause I don't wanna take them because some people take their kids when they're like fucking babies <laughs> and my excuse is like I'm gonna take them when they know what the fuck's going on, you exactly. know? Exactly. Yeah. And I went and I got hooked up because some homies uh sister works there. So you give them the Fetty, I think it was like a hundred bucks each person. Yeah. And then they just got us to give us tickets for, for both. They were park hoppers too, dude. Right, right. And then what I did is like I stood in line when they had that that disabled thing. Yeah. I'm like, hey, like, you know, um, I have this. No, no, no. I don't want to know what you have. What happens to you? I'm okay. When I'm in line, um, I get hot and I feel dizzy. So I can't be in line for a long time. Okay. And they give me a fucking pass. We were every fucking round. We went into the to the to the exit to every single ride. And even then I didn't like it, dude. Yeah, you know? it was like ah, I was still like too much, too many people and shit, you know. Exactly. But what I did, my favorite ride that I liked from Disneyland was uh, the Indiana Jones ride, and oh, then yeah. and then from the from the other one, the other side was Cars. I like that shit. You're racing and shit. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> my daughter told me they're gonna shut it down. I don't know if they're gonna do maintenance on it or they're gonna they're gonna get rid of it. Really, really. Yeah. Damn, dude, it's been a minute since I've been over there. I think the last time I went over there, they had uh, what was it? Um, I think they had Bugs Life. 
Oh that, shit, it's that, that, that yeah, that um what was it? Like like a theater or something? Guy Vaz, you watched the show mm, and I, then, remember, I don't remember seeing that one. Yeah, dude, it's yeah, it's, it's been a since I've been there. Um you yeah, we, we probably went before before it became like a fucking status uh symbol. Now it's like a status thing. You see everybody with the well not anymore, but a couple years ago you would see the the sticker, annual pass, and an, annual member. Oh you yeah. You got fucking beat up cars <laughs> but yeah, but you're a member, you know? Yeah, yeah. He's now a it's member. like a status it's, it's like it's like a like a Starbucks cup. Yeah. You have a star oh this motherfucker has got money, you know. If you, if you can afford to spend five bucks on a coffee, six dollars on a coffee every morning. Yeah, but they don't have the fed yet to fix those dents off that fucking car, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, fucking bumpers dragging on the back. But no, <laughs> hey, you can't say anything bad about him because he's an annual member, right? He's an annual member, dude. Fuck it. I, I see that a lot, dude. I'm yeah, like, damn, you gotta set your, your priorities. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, but you, you know what? To each their own. Yeah, like, it's it's yeah, that. And then too is like, hey, dude, like life is too short. Fuck it. You know? I guess it's it's better to have fun and worry about the car afterwards. You know? It's, it, it's just fucking. Uh, it's just uh, what's the word? It's just cosmetic. As long as the motherfuckers running, you know. Yeah, yeah exactly. If your kids want to go, but the only thing I trip out is on dudes that go by themselves. I, I trip out on that dude. Yeah, that's uh, okay. Let's let's not bullshit this. It's yeah. a, dude, that's creepy. It is. Dude. <laughs> that's yeah. creepy. Yeah. Like, dude, what the fuck are you doing at a theme park at a, at a little kid one? Okay, I understand. Okay, Magic Mountain, yeah. Universal Studios. That's you know that's yeah. for older people. Yeah. Better. What are you doing? What are you doing? At the Fucking, happiest place on earth. Yeah, happiest place. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, man. She's with. Yeah, I'm scared. I'm telling my kids, hey. Stay close over here. What I hear about that place too is that um, there's a lot of uh, like trap doors, secret doors and shit that uh, where they, because a lot of kids end up missing there every year where they abduct abduct kids and shit. Supposedly, I don't know. Oh damn! Yeah, I've, I've supposedly heard that. Yeah, but yeah, I, I never really delved too deep into yeah, it. Yeah. But me I'm neither. Like, me neither. Yeah, but I'm like, you know what? I just don't go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. And my kids are adults now, so. Yeah. It's hey, it's either that or next time you go to uh, get on Small World, start taking a look at those little kids a little oh, closer. Yeah. Now. I'm like, fuck. They, they look so lifelike. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> no mom is with. Well, I remember when I went, they had, they still had the, uh, I went a long time ago, man, when I was like 12, like in 92. I did, when, first time I went, I was nine years old and they had, uh, when they still had the, that pirate chasing the, the chick. Oh, yeah. That's and then right. in order to fix it, they just put a drumstick on her fucking hand. That fixed it. He's yeah. after her because of the drumstick, not because she's a woman. That's why. Yeah. 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 But you notice they actually brought that back, how that's supposed to be in the movie for, oh, okay. uh, for Pirates of the Caribbean, mm-hmm. the, the first one. Um, what's it called? Curse of the Black Pearl. Yeah, yeah. They 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 did that. They started reenacting all those old ones. And it's That's like, cool, dude. Yeah, but it's I mean, like it's like fucking like oh in your face yeah. <laughs> in the movie, you know? Exactly. And but I mean, shit. Well, what else were the pirates supposed to do there? Right. Yeah. I mean, fuck it. Yeah. Hey, what happens on the ship? <laughs> <laughs> shit, you get tired. Of yeah. Getting the and same then, shit and then the I think ship. I think they ended up doing like one where uh, where the chick was chasing the dude too. I think. Well, fuck, she was lonely, man. Yeah. Fuck, look at her. Fuck. He, he was out at sea so many. Uh. A huevo. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. What's your uh, What's your your favorite uh, um, genre of, of from movies? Is it too many? Oh, damn. Um, my thing. I guess just to tell you straight out, I think it has to be cult. Oh, okay. Cult. Just just because the fact they're so outrageous and it's just so just so popular. Yeah. And it's just I I find them funny. Sometimes, sometimes I like the ones that are so bad they're hilarious. Oh, okay. Like, um, por ejemplo, uh, you can talk about Point Break, for example. Yeah. Keanu Reeves, Patrick Swayze. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, find somebody yeah. and 
they'll start you start quoting parts of it next thing you know other people start joining in and you, you see what <laughs> yeah, i mean yeah i mean how many people have you heard say hey vaya con dios <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah exactly and it's like it's it's, you know, it's funny what's crazy about that guy is he's a really bad actor i think so he, keanu reeves is a bad actor he would look at the camera and shit of course you get better over over time like i'm pretty sure those john wick movies are good because oh, yeah. my, my son likes those movies and shit but early, earlier on i remember he, he was a he was a bad actor dude you know yeah, yeah, but I remember. Su- suppose he's like he's a humanitarian. Now he helps people and shit like behind the scenes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he is. He's so very cool. low key. Low key. Yeah. I mean, uh, what was it? I heard for like one of these after, from what I had heard after he did the Matrix, the Vato had so much feria, he could literally do whatever he wanted. Fuck. Like, yeah, like he had, he had no real reason to go after like you know. There's some people that constantly blockbuster, blockbuster, yeah. blockbuster. Him, you could see him doing like a lot of. Sometimes straight to video. Damn. Sometimes he would play like like a villain. Yeah. But sometimes just very low key. I mean, shit. He was in that uh, the fucking um, SpongeBob movie. His oh shit. He, yeah, like he literally just comes out in a pinchy bush. Yeah. Like for wisdom. And it's just Damn. yeah. I mean, he doesn't take himself seriously. Yeah, because most guys w- wouldn't do that. Like another person who doesn't take himself seriously, which I think kind of affected his career a little bit, was Robert De Niro when he came out in, in that Bullwinkle movie. Yeah, yeah, he looked, yeah. you know, because because everyone looked at him was like, damn, this guy's a fucking mobster. At the same time, he shows that he's like, fucking, I'm, I'm not above any any fucking role, you know. That's true. That's true. I mean, that also kind of goes to show. It was like one, you can also have fun with it. Yeah. Too, and it's like you don't. I mean, you think of De Niro. I mean, you're always gonna keep thinking about gangsters. Yeah. Okay. You always no matter good what. Fe- yeah, Goodfellas, yeah. Casino. But it's like, yeah, I mean, I don't really hear anybody talking about um, no. what is it? What Bad Grandpa with Zac Efron? Yeah. <laughs> It's like uh, they're just like yeah. with De Niro, but it's like uh, no, he's he's an actor. Yeah. So let him act. Yeah, Fuck it. Yeah, you're right. You know what, what movie I like from him, which is like people ask me what's my favorite movie. It's uh, I like analyze this. That's oh, yeah. just fucking good, yeah. dude. Yeah, that was that was funny. That my was favorite f- scene is uh, Billy Crystal when, when he's the conciliary. Yeah, and he slaps the fat dude. Oh, yeah, <laughs> jelly. Um, well, jelly. Yeah. 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 Oh my god. Him up, <laughs> now you want a fresh one? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she was funny, dude. Yeah, and the funny thing is, it's like that one actually gets referenced a little bit uh, on uh, Sopranos. Oh shit! You ever notice that? It was I never like, saw that series, dude. I should check it out. Uh, some se- I'm not gonna lie to you. Certain yeah. seasons are just like eh, some uh, of them are good. Yeah, that was one of those series where I think it wasn't that consistent. Yeah, there's some that you can just watch. It's like fuck every yeah, episode. Fucking it, yeah. good, good, good. Mm-hmm. Otros, yeah. The Sopranos is just like eh, okay. Yeah, it kind of forced myself to do it. I just hear everyone would talk about fat pussy. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, that's a weird fucking name. Dude. Yeah, but but that uh, apparently I think what that character. Yeah, because he was a he was a cat burglar. Oh shit! So it's like you know a cat mm. pussy, mm. A big pussy. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But it was it was yeah it was it was all right. It was, it was yeah. pretty good for what it was. I mean, Gandolfini. I mean, shit. He was he killed it in that. I'll give him that uh, in that role. Still watching going. Yeah. You can't say anything bad about him. Are yeah. they were they like Italian mobsters? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Italian. All from Jersey. Oh, damn. So he spoke like that and everything? Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking cool, dude. Yeah. That, that's a cool accent that I don't get tired of watching like in the movies. Though whenever people do impersonations. Yeah. Even the Boston mobster uh, accent sounds pretty cool too. Yeah, yeah. Especially when they pull them off right. I mean, I it was kinda hard for me to hear uh johnny depp when he tried being a gangster yeah and that one uh what was it black mass when yeah, he tried black playing mass. whitey yeah i was like uh. <laughs> i'm like you couldn't get somebody else to do it yeah yeah <laughs> but it's like did, uh, did you like the movie or not I, was, I saw it once yeah and i bought i only paid three bucks for it so oh, it's like okay, oh, okay. Yeah, okay yeah yeah it wasn't that bad uh 
What was the other one? But it wasn't that great either. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was the other one where, where he fucking plays the undercover? That one's fucking good, dude. He's an undercover. Donnie Brasco. Yeah, shit's fucking Yeah, good. I like that one, dude. Yeah, him and Pacino. Yeah. That, that worked. Yeah. That worked. Really good. What I liked was when uh, when it's like, oh, uh, to, you know, and, and, and I, I, I quote this all the time, and 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 I say it a lot, like it's like you know people because you ask me like you know about the mustache. I'm mean, now wise guys don't wise guys don't use mustaches, you know. I, I remember I would quote that shit a lot. Oh shit, yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, he has to lose a mustache. Yeah, with uh, with when Pacino, he's constantly kind of giving him that little heads up yeah. on everything. He's like, yeah, wise guys don't pay for drinks. It's always yeah. on the arm. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, yeah. You know, did you you know who else can pull off a good Boston accent? Tom Hardy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. He did this one movie, um, like Gandolfini's last movie was called The Drop, where they was they that worked. shit straight to video. Or? No, that huh? actually that kind of came and went, and him. It's him, Gandolfini, in his last role yeah. right before he died, and the girl from uh, Dragon Tattoo, where she ended up doing uh, like Alien uh, Prometheus when she blew up. Yeah, when she blew up. Yeah, yeah. definitely. But yeah, dude, they fucking kill it with those Boston accents. Yeah, yeah that one, that one's pretty good. That yeah, pretty cool. and Tom Hardy's a fucking British dude. The last movie I saw with him on it was uh, the one about the Cray Brothers. Oh, Legend. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know why it's. I've I've always been fascinated, especially when it comes to British gangsters. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like I love how, uh, in a way, we've kind of dominated um, crime films in in america yeah but so seeing another country pull that off yeah it's it's interesting yeah. i always find crime is universal and it's like i'll check out each one of them yeah i think one of the best crime flicks that i one of my all-time favorites yeah. has to be one from brazil called city of god you know what i i saw that when it came out early on it actually came out a long time ago maybe like in 2003 2004 or i remember my brother-in-law rented that yeah i saw it in parts where, where the kids have the gun and shit it's, it's in brazil yeah like it's like a third world country and it's like a bunch of crime and shit yeah yeah it's in the, the what do they call them they call them favelas yeah yeah dude that that shit was fucking crazy just some of the shit that they go and yeah from from what it was kind of like low budget it made it so like epic yeah you know what i mean it would it would stop in between scenes just to give you like a quick backstory just like real real quick yeah. and then it would jump right back into the story and it was just it was awesome you, well, that happens because of, it's because of the vision that the director has right yeah 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 you could you could definitely see the talent in it even if the budget sucks if the director has a vision like you know i see this and i envision we're going to stop it and we're going to show the backstory on this and then go back you know yeah yeah exactly that's like with um what was it christopher nolan with uh the what he did with the the batmans with uh christian bale yeah it's like before that he ended up doing like memento he did all that's these other fucking movies. yeah <laughs> yeah the, uh insomnia with uh um what rob robin williams when he was a villain con uh, al pacino did you uh, see that got, one? no dude i gotta check it out <laughs> Fuck. all right here picture this yeah um you got fucking al pacino he's got to go solve a crime yeah. in alaska and one of the persons of interest is robin williams but the thing is in alaska um the sun does not go down so the sun is constantly oh, up so shit. he can't sleep he's getting exhausted <laughs> and shit like that so it's oh, just I gotta like check that out oh, dude. fuck that yeah that you think one. it's the netflix on netflix i could find my, it though might be because my, 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 my kids know a fucking website where you go online and um, there's every fucking movie's on there. Even the, the latest ones that come out, you know, the bootleg cam, yeah, cam yeah. recorded ones. Uh, you know what's another good movie? It's it's about a, about a, 
Russian Russian uh, Ru- Russian uh, jail and shit and Russian gangs, and um, I think it's the homeboy from um, not the guy from X Men, but he looks he looks like him. He, you know, he, I think he comes out in those those movies with the elves and shit. He's, he looks similar to that guy. Eastern Promises. That one, dude. Oh, fuck, <laughs> That's yeah. a fucking good movie, dude. Yeah, he's he's another good one, with, especially that, with the accents. Yeah, and then that scene where where he's fighting naked, it's it's not uncomfortable because you you don't see his 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 junk. Yeah. He's naked, but they were able to shoot it where he's fighting and you can't even see anything. But if you really, if you really stop to think about it, and it's yeah. like it's one, it's a brutal scene. Yeah, and it's like, dude, how much more vulnerable can he be yeah, if you're dude. fuck ass naked and yeah. someone trying to fuck you up? Yeah. It's like, dude, there was there's something about you it. You feel that, that just, shit, right? Yeah, yeah, you feel it. It takes you there, like, oh shit, you know? Yeah, I and mean, the way they shot it too. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. way they pull it off. And the crazy thing is that director, he had killed it before con él. Uh, he did um, History of Violence. Mm, I got to check that one out. What's that one about? Um, where it's like, it takes place like in like one of those little small towns of fucking uh, with the white picket fence and shit yeah. like that. <laughs> so eventually like two, uh, two thugs, they end up going over there. They try robbing a diner. Yeah. And just so happens he's there. Fucking Viggo Mortensen. And... A fight happens He ends up killing him And And people are all like Oh my god He's a hero And shit like that Yeah But he's just like He's very uncomfortable Doesn't want to talk about it Then little people Start coming around Fucking yeah. other mobs And are like Tell me about this guy Why is he so good At killing people yeah. And all of a sudden You know They start checking To see if he's got a past And shit yeah. Dude that was fucking good oh, History of violence History of violence Check that out dude Yeah That was That was one of those films With um By a guy named David Cronenberg. He did uh, the Fly. Oh, okay. That one, like that remake yeah. in uh, in the eighties with Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. And he's done like a lot of horror films, right? So it's crazy. He ends up switching genres, yeah. doing like action drama. Yeah. And I mean, it's good. It's brutal, but it's good though. Gotta check that out. That's cool, man. A lot of, a lot of the, the listeners are gonna get a uh, uh, gonna learn about a lot of movies that they haven't watched because I haven't seen that one. That one's that one's cool, man. I gotta check it out. Sounds yeah. like, a, like a good storyline. Yeah, dude. I mean, it, the crazy, the crazy thing about it is when some of these flicks they come out and they're kind of big for a minute, then all of a sudden they go away. Then all of a sudden, oh no, here, don't don't pay attention to that. Pay attention to this one. Next thing you know, it's like, dude, my one of my favorite things to yeah. do is go to the fucking Walmart. And you remember those big old five dollar bins? Yeah, 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 dude. You you come across all kinds of movies and shit oh, like that. Shit. And it's like, oh shit, I forgot they yeah. this one was good. And it's like, yeah. fuck. You, every now and again, you gotta just revisit it. Yeah, because sometimes, yeah, it's, dude, it's got a good story yeah. to it. Or sometimes it's just fun. You know what? Like that. That I, 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 so I'm pretty sure that you. So you have a big movie, actual physical movie collection that that, that you own, then, right? Yeah, yeah. See, I used to do it a lot. Of, I I, sh- I should do it more because like now. Cause you know what, it is a lot more fun owning the physical copy, the artwork, and all that shit. You know, but now because of the technology, you can just fucking look it up. But it's 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 a nostalgia. It's cool. You have that. You 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 physically own that piece. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just one of those things. I I like to think of it as a collector, almost kind of yeah. like you ever you ever see those guys in the record stores, and it's just like yeah, you could always get it on disc or yeah. you can streamline yeah. it. But something about owning it on vinyl. Oh, okay. That it's it's just more special. Yeah. S- sometimes, um, you come across like a gem. Like like there's there's these stores. I don't know if you've ever heard uh, like Book Off. Sometimes Goodwill, stuff like that, dude. You'll come across some shit that people get rid of, and it's sometimes it's just so rare. It's like the whole collection that that, that the 
maybe the, the deceased person owned, right? Exactly. Yeah, I've come across stuff like that. Like one time, I came across a bunch of like uh, '80s and '90s CDs and shit, and I was buying them. And I told my wife, "Hey, when I find, when I die, you guys better not do this shit." She's like, "Yeah, what are we gonna do? With, what are we gonna do with your stuff?" You know, and that's what it, it seemed like. It was like someone like me that owns a bunch of shit like that, and it's like the whole collection was there. And because everything that was there, I liked. Yeah, I even had to like not buy everything because I would have spent too much money. Yeah. You know, because I would have had like doubles of certain things. Exactly. You know what's another good movie dude that I like is um, Harsh Times. That oh my god! Fucking good acting, dude. All right, all right. Harsh Times. One, I like. I really, really like that movie. Yeah. And plus, not to mention that one, it was one. It was directed by this guy, um, David Ayer. Yeah. White, but the funny thing is, with him, he was one of those white boys that grew up in the hood. So yeah. He, so he puts it off. A lot of people have kind of put it down as him being like LA's version of Martin he's a Scorsese. Well, he's like a, he, so he was like yeah. a Miklo too, yeah, right? He, yeah. yeah, he was a Miklo. But yeah, uh, the thing of him was he would actually have that that vibe so everything kind of felt authentic yeah I mean, he wrote uh training day he ended up doing um shit he was he was the writer for the first uh fast and the furious Fuck. now i don't know if people remember that one yeah and you know what he also he also did that one uh where it's the two cops and, and they get they're recording like with a camcorder and they get killed at the end, end of watch that shit too end of watch and, and recently that, the latest one Tax, tax collector like that shit's fucking good man dude, fuck yeah. yeah fucking yeah dude hey shia labeouf looks fucking yeah. scary in yeah. that one i'll give him that man. you know the funny thing about that movie is that people who they were complaining about oh why did they why did they pick a white boy they should have had a fucking mexican these are people that didn't grow up in the hood they didn't know that there was actual miklos actually that are not, are not even half mexican just straight white boys yeah that they grew up in you know in, in the neighborhoods and shit and they fucking you know they're cool they're down and shit they prove themselves and you know exactly exactly and and another thing one side note going back to uh harsh times yeah one um christian bale this was i guess the last movie right before he ended up jumping into uh, a batman yeah but just the fact that he pulls off that vato accent yeah, i was good, just like man Fuck. we got the pistol we got the franjos he even says it like you know exactly. how, how they say it like like not one thing to spanish one thing is like the, the 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 cholo fucking accent you know yeah and i mean it was to some extent a lot of people were like oh my god that's that's awful Fuck and, no it's good dude yeah and really you know good. What? yeah but sometimes sometimes i like to i like to laugh at it yeah. because it's like you think british fucking christian bale then all of a sudden he's over here in fucking east la yeah fucking looking talk about yeah she's i gotta give me some frajos (laughs) give me some pistols i'm like oh she ends up with that 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 he likes uh that chick's pregnant the one in in tj you know he goes over the border yeah i know they're in tj oh yeah yeah yeah. she's fucking bad dude you know you know who uh from what i had heard uh who had taught him how to talk like that was um an, an actor named Emilio Rivera. He, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a guy from the Mayans. Yeah, from yeah. the Mayans. Yeah, he was he was a consultant with him. He kind of like helped him out how to yeah. properly say it. I'm like, fuck, hey, at least at least he's fucking researching on yeah. that one. The cool thing about David Ayer is he hires consultants, and they're actually fucking sureños, you know. Exactly. Teach him how to how to speak properly and shit. Yeah, so he's actually giving it justice, not yeah. just making like I guess you could say kind of like a cartoon. Like he a actually character. comes out in the movie. He, is he, he, I think he's the one that gets stabbed with the broken bottle, no? Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah, yeah right? Emilio. Yeah, when he, they're selling the gun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's man. a badass fucking movie, dude. Yeah, that's that's a classic. <laughs> that's a classic. I can't believe I put it on for my kids to watch. Because it was good. I'm like, it's a good fucking movie, you know? Let, yeah. Let's watch it. It's cool. I like how he just... Dude, his his portrayal of like how... 
he's like a like a fucking PTSD fucking uh, uh, serviceman and shit. You know, like he just snaps. It's fucking good, dude. Yeah, he does but, a really good job, dude. Uh, and just in what what I like the fact that he was really trying to be authentic, especially when he's trying to get a job. But then he's smoking weed, oh, yeah. and then all of a sudden, <laughs> he he's gotta, yeah, he's got to hide the whole piss test. Yeah. I mean, come on, find somebody that has it at one time or another been yeah. in that situation. Yeah. I mean, I ain't gonna go and I'm not gonna point any fingers. I ain't yeah. gonna say any names, but yeah, we we can relate. Yeah, I, I knew some dude like that. Yeah, um, he was uh, he was a driver and shit, and he would always get into car accidents. And I think he he asked one of his homies for piss, and he could put the piss, he tip it to his leg and shit, so it stayed warm and all that, you know. I don't think he asked me, but if somebody asked me, I'd, I'd give it to him, you know. But yeah, he had to do all that shit, dude. Yeah, I remember. I remember my brother-in-law did that yeah. too. I remember uh, we ended up. I think it was testing for for uh, being like a laborers union or something. Oh shit! And he had that thing taped on his fucking leg and yeah. shit. And I was like, I was next right behind him in line, yeah. and you can hear him ripping the tape off his fucking leg. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm trying to crack. I'm <laughs> trying to crack jokes to fucking yeah. distract him. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, fuck, dude, I got a fucking piss and shit. Yeah. And I'm just like trying to make loud enough yeah. coverage. I see Paki Agal what he's gotta do. But it's like, dude, it's yeah. Yeah, dude. Just guess, just some crazy shit. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? dude. They say that also too, like there's a little sign like when you um when you're pissing, it says like not to flush and shit. But I heard that when when you're when you're testing, if you just run your finger through the piss, that it'll contaminate it enough to where it doesn't show up or something like that. Really? Or they'll probably have call you to retest because it didn't come out right or something like that. Well, all right. Well, from what I had heard technically they're not supposed to ask you or they're not supposed to really check on the fucking uh temperature wise mm, of it yeah but for some reason you will come across somebody that all of a sudden they want to be a fucking cop be like well you know what this registers the the urine being too hot or, or it's too cold or whatever it's like no dude it's piss mm-hmm. that's all it is dude it's piss it's like fuck it's a little cold fuck it i mean what what can i tell you yeah. Shoot. Hey, look. All your job is you're supposed to tell me whether it's dirty or not. I need this fucking job. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I asked the job. Tell me, am I yeah. clean or not? Ask all. And then they don't find out right away, right? It takes a couple hours or days or. It takes a couple days, maybe. Oh, okay. But I mean, shit. I mean, you piss outside. I mean, how how long does it take before the fucking piss gets cold? No shit. Right. I mean, nobody talks about <laughs> that. But I mean, all of a sudden, everybody wants to be a fucking cop. Yeah. And then I heard that you could say like, oh, you know what? I was eating a fucking poppy seed muffin. Yeah, exactly. No, but yo, no, well, uh, yeah, you tested dirty for heroin. I'm like, fuck, you see the track marks? (laughs) Shit, I ain't got them. Shit, you see me with a fucking black spoon and (laughs) shit? No, shit. shit, uh, (coughs) Sweat that black tar shit. Yeah. But you know what? Teach her own. Fuck it. Just give me the job already. Yeah. And then she gives you a good head change, dude. Oh the um Unless the cigar. I'm probably smoking it wrong. No, no, I'm it's all not good. To hit it, it's all good. Yeah, that's but yeah, uh, it gives you a good little head change, dude. Yeah, the, the the tobacco. The tobacco gives you like a natural little high. And there's no filter, it's like smoke it's not like smoking a lucky strike. Oh, or maybe it is. Kind of. <laughs> kind of that or it's more of it. Yeah. You ever try uh BDs? Ooh, back in the day. Yeah, back in the day. You can't find them anymore. I guess they're illegal. Yeah. But I didn't like I, I never smoked weed back in the day. But I would smoke that, and that would give me a good head change. Dude, I would feel kind of like fucking mellow and shit. And they're yeah. just tobacco. Yeah, yeah, and it was I. I think it was just because it was Indian. Yeah, Indian and, tobacco. Yeah, and it was like uh, as opposed to like cigarettes where they're in the actual box, yeah, the little register and thing. No, I think these were like wrapped in like newspaper yeah. and shit. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I remember back then, and someone would tell me, they're like, dude, you smoke a little bit of weed, and you fucking smoke a beady, and it's like, all of a sudden, you start feeling good. Yeah, you feel good, dude. I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah, I mean, shit, you smoke weed, shit, you're gonna feel good anyways, anyway. Anyway, uh, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, with these cigars, man, they give you a nice, cool little buzz, too. Yeah. 
I got I got to get the name from you afterwards, man. So I can fucking I'm already getting close to the tape. I could just take that little label off and yeah. just keep smoking all the way. You know? Yeah, take it off. Take off the label. That's what I did. Shit, I got rid of that one already. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you can find Java Chip at your local tobacco store. At your only uh, where you can find find your fine uh, Cuban cigars. <laughs> Not, well, not even Cuban. I think these are Argentinian or something. But oh shit! Either way, they're good. They're good. I highly recommend them. They're certified dank. <laughs> they're uh, you you uh you live in Wilmington or you you grew up there? Or? Yeah, I was uh, yeah. Well, I was actually born in Harbor City, just like a lot of people from Wilmington. But yeah, I was pretty much raised in Wilmington all my life, Harbor area. Um. Yeah, then uh, I just pretty much just stayed, just stayed in the harbor. Eventually, I got got older, had my kids, uh, moved to San Pedro, and I was like, eh. they back in Pedro, they like to remind you, especially yeah. depending on where you lived, because my uncle he used to own some apartments up there. Oh, so yeah, especially like the neighbors, they would love to remind you how like you didn't belong. Oh so, shit! Yeah, it was this. Yeah, the, or I guess you could say uh, low key racism. Yeah. Up there, so I was just like, fuck it. I'd rather just go back to Wilmington. Amongst Rasa, huh? Exactly. Sometimes, you know what? It's just best where you feel comfortable. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, just raised there, shit. I, I went to school there. Now, would you believe that uh, I actually did private school there, too? Oh, shit. También, yeah, so. Yeah. You know what? I mean, really, really didn't do that well. <laughs> but, I mean, I'll, I'll give it that. I was able to talk my way out of getting a ticket and shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and... Uh, yeah, I did the whole thing. Um, let's see, uh, private school, fucking altar boy, and yeah, no, I didn't get touched. I wasn't, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I wasn't that cute. You didn't have the parted hair. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah, I've, I mean, I want to say that I did ten years of that shit. I even did two years in high school, también. Oh shit, in Long Beach. But I was yeah. just like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm done. Are Are you still practicing um, Catholic or no? No, no, no. Any no. Any religion or? You, not really, not really. My uh, my wife is Christian. Okay. And Are you or no? No, no, no. I'm just like I I had come to an agreement with her. I told yeah. her I was like, you know what? You're Christian. I'm Catholic. Yeah. I'm not gonna make a big deal out of it. Yeah. But if like if this is the the belief that you have for it, yeah, hey, it's it's positive. Mm. Go for it. Is this pretty much the same Bible? The only difference is that um, in Catholicism, there's like a lot m uh, more things that you have to do at, in church and other things that were added later in the religion. Yeah. But like um, for me, I grew up Catholic and then my wife also as well. And then we just started going to Christian church and we found that what they teach there, they just teach from the Bible. Yeah. So I don't even, I don't even say that I'm Christian because I don't believe in religion. I just believe in the Bible. That's it. Right. I just follow right. the Bible. Exactly. As best as I can. That's it. Exactly. I, especially the way I kind of saw, I guess, the, the Christian mass. It just seemed, one, there's a lot more singing, and it's more of like a homily, depending on... Which okay. one, yeah, where you go. Yeah, yeah, especially where you go. And it's like, it's like okay, you know, it's it's all positive message. Yeah. You know what I mean, shit, if, yeah. if you feel good about it, more power to you. Yeah. But, I mean, dude, am I going to physically convert? Not really. Yeah. But on top of that, I mean, I didn't really want to raise my kids in the Catholic religion. Because yeah. I know my mom, she's one of those old school Catholic. Ray, have you, have you baptized them? It's, yeah, you know, it's yeah. like they're going to be baptized yeah, and all like communion. this. They're going to go to hell yeah, and yeah. end up in purgatory. Look, I'm just yeah. like, look, mom, plain and simple, 
I'm going to be a hypocrite yeah. if I don't even go to Catholic church, but I got to raise my kids Catholic. Yeah, I'm like, true, man. No, I'm not. I'm not going to yeah. do that. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, and a lot of people they they stick to their parents' traditions, and simply what they are, they're just traditions. Yeah. You know what I mean? But when you, it's different because I guess we're, you know because we we're raised here right in, in in United States of America, and we're taught that you have choices, and and even though your parents were teaching you something, you can actually when you become an adult, you can actually read into it. And see if it, if it makes sense for you or not. You know what I mean? But some people, they just stick to whatever their, their parents said, and that's it, you know? Exactly. Luckily, you were able to make your own choices and, you know, find out for yourself, you know? Yeah, that's that's what I like to say. That was from uh, being in private school, because you learn to question things a lot. So it's like, you know, you kind of have that mentality. Yeah. And, I mean, for the most part, I, I think in that aspect, that's good, because hey, you, you can see it. You can kind of question, come up with your own yeah. ideas of it. And it's like, whether or not you want to continue with it, it's up to you. You know what? Last I checked, the church is still going to be there. Yeah, It's up to you whether or not you want to go. <laughs> That's true. Man. Sabes que if, if not that, fuck. They, they got them on YouTube. They're streaming on YouTube. Yeah, right? dude. So it's like, they are. one way or another, you can join the mass. That or you can just sit down with the Bible and come up to your own conclusions. Yeah, yeah. That's which, true, man. which I think is is a lot better. Yeah, yeah. As an individual, because really, if, if you believe in any of that stuff, it's like God's supposed to be everywhere, not just in what they say, not just in in, in buildings of, of wood and stone. That He's everywhere. Yeah, exactly. You know he's what I mean? So, he's everywhere. So it's like, how how would you do it? Technically, uh, do you see that as being very religious? If you're not going to church, if you're not putting in your tithes, you're not paying them. Um, I, I say I, I, I think you wouldn't be you wouldn't be considered religious and based on what they consider to be a religious person they, they consider you to be a part of a religion you know what I mean so based on their eyes no and like me I don't I don't consider myself religious mm, I think the word that they use is spiritual because yeah. I believe in God but I don't follow religion you right. know what I mean but I guess the word gets kind of confused because they, they think that if you believe in God and you're talking about God that you're religious. But no, I'm, I don't even believe in religion. Right. You know what I mean? But yeah, I mean, I even despite what's what's been happening in my life lately, I still stick to you know what I know and what I what I what I feel in my heart that is my faith that yeah. that I'm gonna I'm gonna continue with it. A lot of people, what happens is they they turn away from it and that's it. You know what I mean? And I don't want to be that person. Even from before that, I didn't want to be that person, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I just w always had that mentality of, you know what, being raised you, from a young age, being learning right from wrong. Yeah. And it's like, in a way, you kind of pick and choose. And yeah. It's just like, you know what, maybe I, I could do this. And it's yeah. like, it's not as bad as everybody says it is. Yeah. And I mean, one thing that I had always learned in private school, I remember one, one time, um, what is it? They call it a campus minister. They told me, one way or another, you're going to hell. So it's like, okay, this is what they told me at the school. Wow. So it's like, so damned if I am, damned yeah. if I don't. So I'm like, fuck it. You know what, shit? I'll just take, I'll just take the Bible with me when I go to the titty bar, <laughs> right? <laughs> shit, uh, but and know. then the thing is, like, um, in Catholicism, they believe that you go to heaven based on your actions if you do good, right? Yeah. Um, but if you read the Bible. It says that the only way to the Father is through Jesus Christ. So you have to say, you have to believe that he died for our sins, you know. So a lot of people say, oh, well, he died for our sins, so I could do whatever the hell I want. 
Yeah. You know, a lot of people do that, you know? And I was talking to someone about it. We we're having a little debate. And um, do they're Catholic, so they believe that whenever someone is deceased, you have to keep praying for them so they can go to heaven. But I, but I told them, like, no, like, that doesn't make sense because, like, we're all here and God gives us free will and we, we have, uh, that we can choose whatever we want to do. And I think we're all in, in charge of our own salvation. If you want to believe that you can be saved, it's 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 up to you as, as, as an individual. Uh, I don't think that, let's say some fool's a rapist and a murderer and he dies without without repenting or you know or seeking god right or reflecting on what he did and it, let's say his, his fucking his whole family let's say there's 20 people they're all praying for him they're not going to save him he already did what he did now if he did that and he repented and he truly accepted god and, he, and he, you know then you're forgiven based on what what the bible says and uh, one example i like to give people is like when um Jesus Christ was being crucified There, Those two dudes on the sides Right Yeah. One of the battles Was talking shit And the crow came And fucked up his eyes The other dude said I believe you You're the You're the You're the son of, of God And I, and I, and I want to be there With you You know And I believe you He's alright uh, I think he said After this Or tomorrow or You'll be with me in, in heaven paradise. And he took stuff He took him Because yeah. he truly repented Even though he was a bad person And all that You could be bad And all that And on your deathbed, if, if you if you repent and you accept Jesus Christ, you, you're, you're gonna go to heaven because that's what that that's what he promised. Yeah. That's if you want to believe in that. If you want to believe in that, the thing about that too, it sounds crazy when I talk about it, but I think you have to um, believe in something. You have to believe in something because it's not it's like it's like well, let's say for the critics who say, oh, well, this shit's all fake. Um, God's not real and this and that, right? Okay, let's say he wasn't right. Whatever you find in the Bible. And whatever teachings are in there, they're to benefit you. They're not to benefit anybody else. They're to benefit you so you live a better life and you're a better individual. Exactly. You know what I mean? So anything that's going to make you a better individual, I'm, I'm for it. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's always a positive thing to it. And I mean, if you get that positive message to yeah. it, it's like, well, it's just because you're not there physically yeah. in church. It's yeah. like, dude, exactly. It's like, you know what? You get the message. You get the idea. Yeah. And it's like, you know what? It, ma it makes you a better person. Yeah. And in the end, in that's, the end, right? Yeah, that's, that's that's all that matters. That's what I tell people when, like, when it's, oh, well, how do you know it's real? Hey, well, that's just that's why it's called faith. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Exactly. And it's just like, dude. I mean, you can go to any bookstore. It's like, hey, they sell. They have Bibles everywhere. Yeah. It's like it's it's up to you whether or not you want to pick it up and read. Yeah, it. dude. And I mean, yeah, I mean, that's why we have free will. Exactly. Exactly. It's funny you were mentioning about like like um, getting prayed for yeah. in purgatory because I know my mom was always about that. She was yeah. Like, oh yeah, you gotta pray, you gotta pray because you know you gotta get him out of purgatory, yeah. you know, like that. And w for example, when my son passed, yeah, and they tried telling her the same thing, they were like, we gotta start praying and get him out of purgatory. Yeah. She automatically shut him down, and they were like, nah, he went straight to heaven. Yeah. Let's let's get that straight. He yeah. went straight to heaven, but yeah. I was like, yeah, exactly. Also, because he's, he's innocent, he, he's a he's a he's a baby, you know. He's a you know. So, I I believe, uh, especially at that age, man, you're you're innocent, you know. You, you your your mind's not perverted, so like you're also like people say that you should get your kids uh, baptized, right? Um, I, I don't think that should happen until you're an adult and, and you're conscious of what you're doing you're accepting god and you're gonna you're gonna follow christ right that's when it matters yeah that's why he got baptized when he was when he was older too right he was right. when he was a baby when you're a baby you just get water poured on your head and you don't know what the hell's going on you know what i mean exactly so sometimes parents say, oh if you didn't get baptized you're gonna go to hell like no but kids have got, got, got nothing to do with that they don't they don't know they're innocent yeah yeah exactly you know what i mean and i mean yeah just like you said i mean it was all free will but yeah, yeah there was a there was a point where um we had a scare that my son was going to pass early yeah in life and before he passed i was just like well okay during that first scare yeah 
I made sure, hey, you know what? I want him to be baptized okay. in the Catholic faith. Yeah, so, yeah, just, so yeah, yeah, he was baptized in the Catholic faith, yeah. but at the same time, he was presented what they call presented in the Christian belief yeah, too. Yeah. So it's like yeah. you they know, call what? it christening, I think, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah so he got covered on both. Yeah, ends. both ends. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> just to be safe. Yeah, and like, hey, look, he got his golden ticket. Yeah. one way or another, he got. Yeah, that. you know what? Speaking of that, that that makes a lot. It's exactly what I said about my wife. Is like. She okay in the Catholic in the Catholic uh, faith they say that you, you you make it there by uh, by your actions and what you do right and also she got baptized and she did first communion confirmation so she did all that right 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 and also in the Christian faith uh, they say it's through you know through uh, through through Jesus Christ right so she was born again and in August she was baptized right so she exactly she covered both bases you know what I mean so yeah. I'm like you know what she she's there yeah, yeah she's she, in heaven you yeah, know what I mean she got the fast pass yeah yeah that's that's that, that's good that's, that's good that's what I think you know right and uh, I remember I remember uh, switching gears now since, since you, you brought that up about your son I remember in April uh, when it happened I remember like when, when you posted that that I, like man I was like well, me the way I am I put myself in in other people's shoes you know what i mean because we're all human and it can happen to all of us right i'm like damn this is like really <coughs> really messed up you know <coughs> you know it's really messed up and i try to <clears throat> what's the word um uh la palabra is um when you empathize empathize uh, you know yeah. and i was like, man this is like messed up you know and then i remember i wrote you something that like me i i never like to say just my condolences because that's a of like a blanket statement that like people just shoot out there. I hate hearing that, and I, I I never use it. If I use it, it's it's in conjunction with a big paragraph of what I what I'm feeling at the time, right? So I remember I wrote you something. That's usually what I do. I write I write somebody from my heart. I just like I don't know what the hell I'm gonna write. I just start writing from my heart, and I you know I wrote you something, right? And it's like man, like I I imagine like man, that's like messed that's messed up. You know what I mean? And at that time, my wife was having pain and stuff like that, but she wasn't diagnosed with anything, you know. And I was like, man, that's that's really really messed up, you know. Like, and uh, I mean, I noticed you, you kind of stopped doing your podcast, which makes sense, you know what I mean? Like, this is like way more important than anything, you know what I mean? Yeah. The the, the loss of, of a loved one, like, man, it's like fuck. And I, and I had just we had just uh, had a funeral for my for my father uh, last December, twenty twenty one. So it was like pretty so. I was feeling what you were feeling. Yeah, not not the same thing because it's different. Obviously, you know, a father from from your son, it's a lot. It's a lot different. You know what I mean? But you know what? First off, one thank you. Yeah. I did. Ke I kept your letter. I kept that message that you sent oh, me, cool, and man. I was like, dude, I constantly read it. It's like, dude, I'm not gonna lie, dude, it brought yeah. me to tears. Uh -huh. I was just like, it is exactly what I wanted to hear. And I remember hearing your episode that you did with your brother, and you were talking about after your your dad passed, yeah. and it's just like letting it all out. Yeah, it's just like it was. It was very, very devastating because it was just, you know what? I got to kind of set up a little backstory on yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, Because when he was originally, when Damien, okay? Yeah. Damien was first born, he was born with a lot of medical issues. He was born with uh, something called Williams Syndrome. It's a rare disease. It was kind of almost kind of like Down Syndrome in a bit, but with Williams Syndrome, where the kids are more... Um, instead of being autistic where they're more um, separated from everybody yeah. he was very social okay. so it's like he wanted to be around people yeah. and it was just like his that disease would um, he couldn't differentiate when someone was like bad or lo que sea it was just he just naturally just wanted to be 
with, oh, okay. with people. So yeah. it was just like, that always kind of got to me. And it was like, dude, he was born with medical issues. Yeah. He had congenital heart failure he only had one functioning kidney he had hypothyroidism just like dude you name it he had it yeah and it was just it was just devastating i mean at that time i was working at the airport and it was like it's one of those things where you all know just to get into the airport you have to have all kinds of clearance yeah i walked away from that so i can physically stay with my boy and to take care of him while my wife was at work because at the time when something were to have happened to him um, it was a lot quicker for her to get home. So when you're working at the airport, dude, you get home when you get home. Yeah, dude, you gotta you gotta wait. It's a process. So I was just like, dude, I just Can't I do didn't it. I yeah, didn't yeah. hesitate. I'm like, dude, I'm staying with him. And it was just like, dude, it was just there like all year. Yeah, just we literally just stayed in there. His immune system was just so so bad, and it was just like, dude, it was just it was very very difficult, and it's definitely one of those things where. I saw it as a challenge as a parent because I already had older kids. Yeah. And it was like they they were born regular, you know, gracias a Dios. They had no real issues aside them being moody. But I mean, him, he was special. So it's like just staying with him, giving him his medications like what once every 2 hours at a point. There was a point where his medical um charts his his medical routine was literally almost 24 hours so i would hardly ever sleep wow yeah so it was just it was it you know you get closer to your kid with oh that. yeah yeah so it's just like you know what there was just a point where it was like you know when you're in icu for like the whole year he celebrated his first birthday in icu it was that bad wow and it was just fuck so I mean, he, he stayed in icu yeah wow yeah i mean <clears throat> i mean yeah when he was born in october they had to give him open heart surgery in December because he he was born with a heart murmur that never went away. So they it's like, dude, showing up in ICU yeah. and the thing is, when it comes to open heart surgery, they don't close you right away. So it's like you show up and I I saw him. He had the little mesh over his chest, dude. You could see his heart beating. Oh, I was wow. just like, Bug. I mean, there are just some things you yeah. really cannot unsee, especially when that's like your own kid. Oh yeah, and it's just like. Damn, it just, it really, it really makes you think differently and in a sense that, you know what, all the little things don't really matter. You, this is, this is the time where you step up as a parent. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it was just very life-changing. You know what though, when, when you, when you, when you said that, um, it takes, it's, I, I think people say that. That God gives you only what what you could take, but God, I don't think God does that. That's just life. Life happens. Like I don't think God's gonna give you that for you to go through or your son to suffer for you to suffer to that. But I think um, it takes a special, strong individual, not just a man or a woman, to be able to even see that. A lot, there's a lot of people that would not be able to see that, even though it's it's their their child. They'll walk away. They, they don't want to. They don't want to be there. Yeah. And I know a lot of people like that. That they're weak. So I think uh, the fact that you're strong is it made a difference because if you weren't strong you'd be like man you wouldn't even be able to be there yeah yeah I, and i was thinking about that i was just more like i saw it more like this was i like to think that in life everybody is challenged to a degree because there's some people it's just like out of the blue algo pasa mal and next thing you know they end up taking their lives and just why because they just couldn't handle it yeah. or just like you know what um it, it tests you 
it tests you as an individual it tests you in in a in a, in a marriage and it's just it was one of those things whether or not you can actually do it and i like to think that you know what in a way i guess god wanted me to start you know changing my things you're yeah. gonna step up you're gonna you're gonna do this and i'm just like there there was a point i was like i didn't even hesitate i was just like i gotta jump into it yeah. i gotta do it and it was like like for for the rest of the year as soon as he was discharged from the hospital i brought him home and dude i'm not gonna lie to you dude i spoiled him rotten why because it's like dude you suffered throughout your whole time in the icu so it's just like dude you're gonna live like a prince so yeah it just yeah that's that's just what it was until until he finally i guess you could say he went home on april 6th of, of last year and it's just it was just life-changing yeah yeah rest in peace man yeah rest in peace but i mean especially just just dealing with that comes one thing that i don't think i've heard a lot of people talk about is grief and it's just like also one it's devastating there's such a thing as depression then there's grief because grief dude it doesn't go away man yeah it, it doesn't, doesn't go away it doesn't and and some days you're good and some days you're like damn it's just there you know like it comes back yeah and it's 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 kind of like a wave it just comes back in waves and it's just like it's one of those things where it's like okay um you find a way how to ride with it other days it's just like you know what i can't i can't do it yeah and just like sabes que me separo and especially just dealing with like work I would straight tell i would straight tell him because next thing i know i start getting busy yeah. i'm just like i have to stay busy because if i don't it's like dude I mean, your mind huh your mind just you get a memory or something and damn yeah but you know what's crazy about that is like i mean because mine is pretty pretty fresh it's been two months and um it's like some days i have like a well what i would call good day they're they're not good days because sometimes like it's sad you know but they're they're okay days you know right right but sometimes like um like i'll get a i'll get a memory or i'll hear i'll hear music and like i can i can kind of like stop myself and shake myself out of it but sometimes i allow myself to feel it because i want because i want to feel it because it feels it feels good it feels good to 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 be sad for someone that you that you love it is it is and exactly that's exactly why from what i heard you know you start crying about it and yeah. it's just like it's not one of those things one it's never gonna go away ever and it's just one of those things you show how much love yeah. you have for that person yeah it's like you know what like you said with you i mean it's what it's been already two months yeah I'm just like rest in peace yeah. Liz. yeah and it's just how can we move on me personally my wife and i we ended up jumping into therapy right away yeah i mean he wasn't even buried yet and it was just like we we had to and just when you start thinking it's like damn how can i how can i move forward it's like there's so much i guess you can say anger yeah behind it it's like how how can it be it's like you know how how can the world how how dare the world continue it's like dude my child is gone yeah and it's like you, you just you just have to find a way yeah. and it's like some people um one of the guys um that was the coordinator shout out to the homie mike um he had, had told his story when his child had passed she was six and he said next thing you know he started drinking immediately he started drinking being in the in the construction and he said before he even decided to get help 
it was already eight years later wow and it just it, flew by yeah it just flew by he just started drinking like low-key but it was like before he actually went out for help and his wife joined him and they 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 fought it together and they continued it as a matter of fact just within the last couple of years he ended up losing his wife too wow so it's just like dude it's yeah it's just that one two punch yeah yeah but it was i found it as motivation because it was like he was actually strong enough not only to lose his child but he lost his partner too yeah. that suffered with him and yeah. he's coming out talking to other couples on it wow and it's that just, takes a lot man yeah it does and, and, I, and i think because because of what he endured he's able to help others with yeah. it you know what i mean um yeah man that's that's great that's that's terrible man but that's good that something good came out of it you know what i mean like to help other people i yeah. don't think that that's what it, is, it didn't happen so so that can happen so 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 you can be helping people that's just what ended up happening you know with him you know he found like you know what i, I felt this and i want to help other people you know what i mean yeah and you, but but also at the same time it's like you obviously know what they're going through yeah as opposed to someone just like you said yeah you just saying oh my condolences i'm so sorry yeah. you know you can give them a hug and all like that but at the end of the day what are they going to go do they're going to go do whatever they want but you're still there with your pain yeah and as a matter of fact in on june 23rd of last year my niece ended up passing away and she was 11. wow so when and that was uh, like my wife's cousin so when she immediately passed automatically without hesitating we're like we're gonna be there and we we went with her cousin and we were just consoling him i think i think you, you told me about her too right and uh i think I, I reached out to her and i shared her gofundme she did her daughter died of cancer right yeah she ended up getting diagnosed with leukemia yeah and uh yeah they started the chemo treatments and just not too long afterwards it's, it's she she was gone wow and it's just like it's 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 devastating yeah but it's like you know we showed up and we were there and it was like you know what just so she knows she's not alone and you know this is what we did i'm not telling you what to do yeah but i'm showing you how i deal with it and it's like this is what one of the things they mention in therapy is this is the club no one wants to belong in oh yeah yeah and it's like it's it's tough but it's like there's something about when you lose somebody and they've lost somebody it's like you have that automatic it's connection. Like connection yeah yeah yeah. you're right yeah. yeah yeah and it's like i i feel that really isn't talked about too much yeah and that's that's a problem because it's like why isn't this talked about yeah i i think that a lot of people would benefit from that it's like there's a lot of people suffering that they don't want to talk about you think it's because of I believe it's because of fear. People, people, people fear how how others are, are going to see them. They're going to think they're weak. Like for example, like you know, we're men, right? So like, um, you know, you don't want to see a, a man as a kid, you're, or even in society. You, 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 us growing up, you were taught that men don't cry, men don't show their emotions. Even if you get mad or if you get hurt because someone offended you, you, you don't show it, right? right? And and I was taught that, but ever since i was a kid i've been able to express how i feel and, and I, I didn't i wouldn't care you know and even now like now as an adult like maybe like maybe say like five six years ago um i express how i feel like if, if a friend you know hurt me and hey, you know what this pissed me off dog, or i'm mad because of this or this this hurt me that you did this you know and before i, I wouldn't do that but i made the conscious decision to do that because life is too short and this is before i lost anybody in my family right right and 
I, I, I wasn't going to do that. This is how I feel. Because why all of a sudden stop talking to somebody and they don't know why, you don't, why, you, why you're not talking no more? If you don't express how you feel or how someone makes you feel, they're going to continue to do it. You know what I mean? And so I think the, the podcast also is what helped me to be able to express myself. Like with what I'm going through right now, I'm able to... I fucking I recorded an episode and I was crying. I don't and people can record it and make sound bites out of it. I don't give a fuck. Exactly. That's how I feel. Exactly. You know what I mean? So I don't even care. And even like on my stories, like I my cause my podcast is like it's about it's like I started, it's it's about everything. Yeah. Mainly it was gonna be it was gonna be about my stories and other people's stories and what they go through and it's about everything. Food, entertainment, conspiracies, right? But right, right. So I've I've uh I've I've been showing what I do, you know, and in the stories, people can actually see in the podcast they hear what's going on, but in the stories they can see what's actually happening. And some days I'm happy, some 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 moments, some hours uh, I'll be sad, and the next the next fucking hour I'll post something kind of happy or funny, you know what I mean? But that's all I'm fucking feeling. That's that's in real life, in real in real time. I'm expressing what's going on in my mind, you know what I mean? And I'm thankful for 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 that for that fucking that outlet, you know, having the Instagram for having this, it helps me a lot, you know. Or else I would just be in my mind, you know, just fucking sad, pissed off, you know what I mean. And one thing I I told my kids is to, if they see me going for for alcohol for beer, do not let me. I'm not gonna hit you guys. Just please stop me, because I don't want to fall into that shit. You know what I mean? Because I don't know if I might. I mean. I don't have the addictive genes where, I, I, you know, I've tried like different, you know, weed before and shit like that. Or, or I can have a whole fucking 24 pack in my, in my refrigerator and I won't drink it. Right. But right now, based on how I feel, I don't want to feel good with the beer and then want to stay feeling good the whole time. Because when you're off the beer and reality hits and you're smacked in the face with what just happened, the, the tragedy that occurred... It's gonna still gonna be there. It's gonna be waiting for you. Even after once you're done with the fucking beer and the 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 drunkenness is gone, exactly. that reality's still gonna be there, right? And I quote I quote Morrissey a lot, but there's a song called um, "Fucking um, Heaven Knows I'm Miserable." Now that's my my favorite Smith song, right? So he says, "I was happy in the haze of a drunken hour, but heaven knows I'm miserable now." So you're happy and shit when you're drinking and you're all fucking intoxicated, but afterwards your problems are still gonna be there, and and. When that, when you're like that, you you couldn't fucking go uh, drunk driving and crash into somebody or God knows what you know exactly. or hurt yourself and I don't I don't want to do that so I don't want to do that to my kids because I even talked to them I said look man like before me and my wife would always say hey you guys got to learn how to do this because we're not gonna be here forever I said guess what kids you guys are down to one parent you only have me that's it so you guys gotta. Uh, pick up whatever i'm trying to teach you whatever i'm telling you guys to do you guys need to fucking pick it up because i'm not going to fucking be here forever and i don't want to be here forever i told him the truth i'm ready to fucking die but i know that i have to be here for for you guys so i'm going to do my best and and i, and I told my wife i was going to do my best i was going to start working out watch what i eat now for sure i don't know why the fuck everyone does that but everyone at the beginning of the year they use that but then it but then all of a sudden it, it dies but it's just those are just words yeah of course. But me i like to whatever the fuck i say i do it you know what i mean so with my mindset, I'm gonna do it. You know what I mean? But I just use this new year as okay, boom, I'm gonna fucking start new. Like we signed up for the gym. I just haven't been there in about a month now. Right. But I'm I'm gonna start doing that shit. Like, you know, I I'm, I set a fucking goal, I'm gonna do this and then set other goals and shit, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. I have to. I, I gotta keep going. I can't just fucking stop. Yeah. You know, keep yeah. living life. I mean, I gotta keep living life, you know, but always with my wife, you know, in my mind, you know. Of course.
course of course and it's just just like you said it's like you got to show your kids and by showing that you're leading by example yeah. and it's like hopefully you know they're picking up on it yeah. i mean just the same thing what i tell my girls especially after they passed yeah. i mean my uh damien passed yeah. it was just like you know what it's i know you want to feel sad and it's and it's tough but you know what reality is like you know what he's gone we're not okay that pain is going to be here yeah okay so if you're here and you're you're dealing with it and it's like it's it's okay just just be sad just be sad just just write it out and you know what just just like you said i mean we're not going to be here forever just you just you definitely just do not want to be one of those i used to just sad constantly it's just like dude in yeah. the end it's like you have to learn that hey guess what life is precious but at the same time it's like you have to continue on and it's like you can by your actions other people are going to pick up on it and they can learn from it yeah man that's why uh when when i was dming with you earlier today uh you know a thought came, a, a thought came an idea came to my mind too like uh you know you've experienced loss uh, you know tragic loss in your family too as well and re recently and um so i thought man like it'd be it'd be good if, if we spoke about that a little bit right but I don't want to ask you over the, the DM. I would rather ask you in person. But then when you messaged me, I was like, you know what? I don't have any fucking topics because or questions. But if whatever you have, bring it to the table. And you're like, what if we talk about that? I'm like, yeah, that, that'd be good. And you read my mind, you know? Yeah. And uh, the reason I'm saying that is because you said, like, you know, you, you would help other people. And I think you're, we're helping ourselves by expressing how we feel. Because you, you kind of, I, 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 the word I use is like you purge your fucking emotions for a little bit, right? Yeah. But also people that might be going through this or may go through this later on, they, they get an idea of how to deal with, with things, you know? Because yeah. there's, there, there's no, there's no book on that. There's no, nothing about that. You know, everyone deals with it however, however they deal with it. Especially how you said that people don't, don't even speak about um, them expressing themselves or that club that you were saying, you know, no one talks about it. Yeah. I think it's fear that. They're gonna think that they're weak. Now, oh, you're weak, but no, like, it's natural, dude. Like that's a that's a big, big, big deal. You know, I'm, I know people die every day, but when it's your family, it's like, damn, dude. It, you know? it hits differently. Fuck yeah. And it's just it's one of those things, and it's just on on top of that, it's you have those occasions where people will be like, oh, you know, so and so end up passing away, and next thing you know, they don't talk about them. Yeah. Ever. Why? Because it just hides. It just brings up old emotions, and it's just like no reality is. It's like, dude, they they were here. You knew them. Yeah. So it's like the best thing is, it's like, dude, if you're gonna cry, cry. Yeah. Let it out. Yeah. And it's like, you know what? Talk about them. Talk about you know the great memories you had with yeah. them. Talk about like the travesuras. It'd be like like my <laughs> wife. My wife likes to talk about Damien. It was like there was a there was a point where. I mean, we ended up taking the kids to um, a Wolf Lodge over here in. Uh, oh, uh, that place. In, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it feels like it's cool, man. Yeah, that Garden Grove. Oh my God, it's it's awesome. Yeah, indoor water park. There was a point where um, Damien was playing with one of his his older sister. Yeah, and he, I mean, he was little. He really didn't say anything, but he was always you always knew what he was gonna do. It, 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 was, it was a little travieso. Yeah. He was a little boy. <laughs> And he ended up biting my my daughter like right on the nose. It was <laughs> yeah. like it was hard. You yeah. could see like the little teeth the marks, marks on there. Yeah, she was all crying. But I mean, you know, I was sad at the time. But it's like when you start thinking about it, it's, it's like, funny. Yeah, it's yeah. La it's laughing now. Yeah. And it's like yeah, it's just it was a it was a beautiful memory. Yeah, and it you know he came out of a story and it was just yeah. like it turned something that was bad to something positive. Yeah. 
and it's like you know you have those memories it's like it's not like he didn't exist and yeah. it, another thing is like when we learned in therapy some people they just why they don't talk about it and on top of that you really discover like who your friends really are yeah you're right dude because it's like dude i mean i had i had some buddies with um that i was close to and then all of a sudden like little by little they started disappearing yeah dude they just drop off like like for me um people that from like back in high school they don't really keep in contact with me but i had a couple homies that showed up there you know which was cool you know even though like i said people only show up when sad things happen but at least they were there right yeah but as far as like uh like the instagram and shit like fools that would dm me all the time and you know even fools that i've that I reached out to and, and i've helped out and shit you know and um i never like to talk about so i'm like i'm, I'm not saying their names the people that have actually helped out you know and oh thanks man not even my friends have helped me like it's not don't, don't trip dog you know if, if, if i could do it i'm gonna help you but uh people they just fucking it's like it's like it's like it's like you're fucking like if you have uh, some kind of fucking disease and they don't want to catch it they just fucking they don't want to associate with you exactly that happened to me dude with yep. a couple of people they just fucking and i'm like what the fuck does this fool block me or is he not following me and i look and no he's still following me but he's not liking my shit he's liking some other fool shit that's some dumbass shit that they're posting he's not interacting with me e ever since this happened it's like it's like you have the fucking plague or it's like you have a uh, leprosy that's exactly the word that i was looking for like yeah, if you leprosy. have leprosy like, yeah. like like you're gonna catch it all right so, yeah yeah you know what i just want to let all the listeners know guess what um one death is not contagious everybody's gonna die okay yeah. i hate to break it to you guys everybody's gonna pass away but guess what when you don't talk to somebody you're not automatically gonna catch it yeah. it's, it's not like a cold okay yeah. guess what we're all gonna die at one time or another but it's just like it, you know what you you discover who your friends really yeah. are and it's like i i mean we made a bunch of new friends from this so much to the point where it's just like damn it's like life does really go on and yeah. it's like you start growing as an individual i mean shit i can't even say that there were some family members that i have like dude they they really just separated from wow. me after after my son passed and i was just like all right I see how it is, yeah. but at the same time, I ain't gonna. I'm not gonna beg for your attention. Yeah, también. Your affection will look us mm -hmm. out. Like, yeah, all right, fuck you too. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, like, like I'm like I'm not looking for fucking, you know, for 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 them to be telling me what's up all the time. But like, it's like, dude, I see what the fuck you did, dog. Like, like if you're gonna catch this shit from me, like it's this fucking bad luck or some shit. You know what I mean? Like, and, and the reason why that happens, and you said it yourself right now, is like they don't realize that we're just here for a fucking short time. You know, and we're all gonna fucking die, and those are people that are afraid because they're afraid. Of, I'm, I don't fear death. God is my witness; I do not fear death. And I'm not trying to say it to, to sound crazy. Even before this, I didn't fear death because I know that we're all gonna fucking die, dude. Yeah, you exactly. know. And this is the first like my dad was the first death in the main in the major family close to me that I encountered, and it took fucking forty one years to happen, right? But before that, I was never afraid of, of death because I, I know if you do that. If, if, if you're so afraid of of uh, of death and dying you don't fucking live your life you stop living because you're fucking afraid exactly you know and yeah man but that same thing happened to me dude they just like that's it like no like like if i don't exist anymore yeah, yeah it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't make me sad because shit what i'm going through is more fucking sad but you see shit you know like yeah like motherfuckers like damn like, like you're playing freestyle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kill, you know exactly. You don't want you don't want to get caught by it, and it's just like yeah. Well, they don't want the cheese touch. Yeah, yeah. They don't want to get they don't want to get touched. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's just like oh no, you know what? Whatever, yeah. whatever. But it's like at the same time, it's like it. I'm not gonna lie. It it hurts at first yeah. briefly, 
but it's like that's the one thing i can i can rely on grief i'm like grief reminds you hey listen your friend doesn't want to talk to you that's fine but guess what this is gonna hurt even more so i'm like you know what friends come friends go yeah shit fuck it that's true i don't care but yeah you know what i'm grateful for all the new friends that we have yeah with that yeah man so that's that's uh yeah like i I don't let it i don't let it really affect me but even though i'm I'm saying that it it, it has to affect you a little bit you know people that that switch up like that yeah yeah i mean because you were there for them then all of a sudden they're you know yeah i mean especially you know in i like to think in your real time of need yeah there you go because it's like okay hey guess what i was there for you okay i was there for you to help you move okay Hey, Sabasque, we both know how heavy those fucking couches yeah. were. We both know <laughs> how hard it was getting up there. But it's like, dude, when when your loved one passes, like they don't know how fucking in pain you really are. Yeah. And it's like, just hey, guess what, dude? When they see you fucking breaking down, and it's just like they don't want to be around you. It's and that hurts. Yeah, it does. That hurts every now and again. It's like, dude, it's like you know, just just to te- check up, see, hey, you know how you doing. Lucas, and it's cool. I mean, like I said, I'm I'm fortunate enough. I have a couple friends that have just you know been cool. They yeah. they they check on me like every now and again. I mean, they want to make sure you know I'm not hanging myself with Lucas. Yeah. But it's like you know what? First off, I mean, especially since I'm on your platform, yeah. I can say, guess what? I was raised Catholic. Yeah. And I was always led to believe, guess what? Suicide will not get you into heaven. Yeah. And it's just like I want to be back with Damien. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, that's good, man. Yeah, I that's hate, what I, I believe. Yeah, I hate to I hate to break everybody's idea or whatever. Yeah, yeah that, that shit ain't happening anytime yeah. soon, right? <laughs> yeah. You know what? That that too, like uh, you know, because I'm heavily in the in the whole conspiracy thing, right? And like at one point I kinda I was like heavily into it and they they froze like our bank account, like we couldn't use our ATM card, me and my wife, you know. So then I'm like, fuck, you know, I need to, I need to, I need to kind of relax and shit. And then I even posted like, hey, if if uh, I would never kill myself, I posted that shit so people right. could see it. I would never kill myself, okay? Just so they know, just in case I get suicided, you know. But yeah, I, I would never do that. And uh, hopefully people know that. No, I, I would, I would never do that shit. Like, um, but you know, thank, thank God, like. He's giving me a lot of strength because people tell me, "Hey, man, you're you're fucking strong." Like, even though I'm I'm expressing how I feel that I'm sad and shit, people see it like they might think this was suicidal, but no, nah, no, nah. it's just I'm expressing it so it doesn't stay in here and I end up doing something stupid. I, I'm I'm letting it out, you know. Um, but yeah, that's one thing I I, w- I would never do. It may, it might seem like fucking. It didn't even cross my mind to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think I think it also seems like I think people are want to expect to see you do something stupid yeah yeah you know yeah. what i mean sure and it's like for I, a shock factor they just want to see that shit you know just like when you see you want to see a fight or you want to see somebody get stabbed or some shit you know yeah yeah and they they, they want to see you do something stupid to be something like oh, oh my god you know Jose, why'd you do that <laughs> yeah, yeah. you didn't have to fight him I mean, yeah. it's just a lotero, look at that. no no look <laughs> you I'm wanted fun. to see that yeah shit exactly down. that's what you wanted no you know it's, yeah. it's okay. you want drama hey there's still jerry springer and fucking maury on youtube yeah. But it's like reality. It's like nah, it's, it's not gonna happen. Yeah. So that 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 uh that group that that you, that you joined, did it did it come with whatever like insurance you had, or did you have to pay for it on your own, or is it free? It was. Uh, I think just one one payment. Okay. Of just just to get in there. But after that, I mean, it's all run by volunteers. And the cool oh, thing okay. about it is, it's all run by um by people that have actually lost 
people in their lives. I mean, there's there's groups for people that have lost siblings. There are people that have lost their partners. People yeah. that have lost children. Yeah, and it's you, you. You find that more comforting as opposed to just going to a regular therapist. Yeah, because it's like a therapist is just going to tell you what they learned in the book. Yeah, you're right. And it's like, you know what? Can you really relate to what I'm going through right now? Yeah. It's like, nah. You need someone who's actually gone through what you're what you're experiencing now. You yeah. Know? Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Because, yeah, you see that a lot. They, It's like experts on, you're an expert on that. Or like somebody's obviously like boxing commentators or like football analysts. And my wife would be like, this guy didn't play football. Why, why is he talking? You know, he should put a, a real football player on. Or, you know, she, and you know, as a female, she, when she, was, she would see like female commentators. Like, what's she doing on there? You know, like she doesn't know anything about football. She never played. Exactly. That's as a woman she's saying that because she realizes that what, what, what the hell can you know? You just know like the numbers and statistics, but you don't, you never played it. Yeah. And so they, you're not going to understand it. Like that. Yeah. And they know that the shoes match the fucking outfits. And look at that. It's like, oh my God, those pretty colors. Yeah. That they have that's it, it's like, it's like yeah. dude, come on. Defensive lineman, come on. <laughs> what do you know is stats? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's, it, it really felt a lot more comforting. You, you felt more, I guess, uh, re- it was very relatable. Yeah. So it was just like you can hear other people's pain and it was just you can you can relate with them. Yeah. You know what's crazy? The man, people, people like to use that expression, misery loves company. But it does because like when you feel like when you feel like someone else has felt the same thing you felt it's like you feel like a connection to yeah. them you know what i mean and and it helps you deal with what you're going through because you know that this person dealt with it and they're going to understand where you're coming from you know exactly exactly and it was just it, they even they even mentioned it during during uh during the the, the whole process <laughs> fucking airplane <laughs> yeah the airplanes <laughs> they're, all, they're coming they're coming for us, Jose. <laughs> ¿Qué están haciendo estos? <laughs> no, yeah, when uh, they first tell you in the meetings, they're like, hey, guess what? This, just so you know, it's going to be like an eight-week course. This is going to be difficult at first. The first couple uh, meetings, pero sabes que, trust me, by the time this is over, we're all going to be laughing. And it's just like, you hear that and you start to think. It's the like, fuck? It's, laughing at, why am I going to laugh? Like, why, this is, yeah. I'm going through something real bad. Why am I going to laugh, yeah, right? No, but you know what? They called it. They called it because then at the end, next thing you know, everybody just starts starts relating. Yeah. They start having good memories. They start. They actually do laugh. Oh wow! And it's just like it's very changing. You can see that one person that really didn't say anything in the yeah. first meeting. By the time they're in, they're open. Oh, wow. They just let it all out, and yeah. it's just like, yeah, dude. You, there's a lot of tears that go through there, but yeah. at the same time, it's like, like you said, it was just it was a purging. It's yeah. a purging that's necessary. That's the word that I use. You purge it. Yeah. Um, is there a Oh, so like, did, did did you and your wife allow yourself to be vulnerable and and express everything that that you felt, or did you kind of hold back a little bit? Um, I felt me personally, I had to be open. You had to. That's good. And it's just like, I mean, if you're not going to be open, I mean, what are you really doing here? Yeah. And it's just that's. I think that's the whole point. You join groups to heal, and it's yeah. like, dude, what's the point of going? to uh to therapy if you're not opening up you're not talking and they'll tell yeah. you they'll tell you straight out they're all like you know what you don't have to say anything you can just sit there but i'm like dude it's an eight nah. week course yeah it's like so you're telling me out of six weeks no nunca dicen nada he <laughs> yeah. just sits there in the corner it's, dude what's the point it's what's it, the point you yeah. might as well just fucking stay home yeah it's and it. watch it on youtube or something watch yeah. stories of people you know exactly it's yeah. just kind of like that gym membership which you're talking about yeah. it's like this that shit ain't gonna work shit. if you don't yeah, go yeah you're right you're right you know what right now um thinking of uh trying to find like an example of how to so people can understand it i think um an example 
would be is like let's say you go to the doctor and you and you got a couple ailments like uh, your back hurts and then you also have like some some pain fucking uh, in your ear you might have an ear infection and you go to the doctor and you, and you just tell him okay well my, my back hurts so he gives you pills for your back but you don't tell him that your ear that you have an ear infection and that ear infection is still going to be there it's going to keep keep bugging you until you go back there and tell him about the ear infection you know yeah that's how i think it would be <laughs> yeah next th- yeah next thing you know the doctor's telling you it's like dude what 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 what's wrong with you you were just here you didn't were like, here yeah. for eight weeks and yeah and it's just like what what why is why did it get worse yeah. and then it's like it's like oh yeah it's like my ear was hurting it's like wow how come you didn't tell me the yeah. first time and it's just like dude you have to, you have to allow yourself to be vulnerable and just like you said we're raised not to be vulnerable yeah but it's like dude it's in, in this day and age it's like dude how, how can it be that i mean you have you have to open yourself up you have to be vocal when it comes to certain things like that and it's just like dude i mean growing up i'm automatically thinking it's like dude you ever have those dias or deals it was like oh they don't they don't talk they haven't talked in over like 25 years yeah and it's just like well why what happened it's like dude they they don't even remember they just don't talk (laughs) and it's just like dude you have to yeah you have to man yeah that's that's the only way you can heal yeah um yeah, because I have other other uh, like family members on on like her side that are there's it's it's hurting them. It's um, I think they cry every day, and and I think part of it is because they're not they don't talk about it or they're not really expressing or letting it all out, you know. And I do the day that it happened, they uh, they asked me, "Do you want to do a viewing?" I'm like, "Yeah." So at the hospital downstairs where where they where they keep the the bodies, they they have they have um like a little uh, it's a room and you know they, they they had her on display there and it was like only about 10 people at a time yeah and i allowed myself to fucking just let it all out i didn't give a fuck who saw me i was crying and i was telling my kids hey let it all out man you know let, let it all out you know because and then an hour later i kind of felt at peace i felt good you know and my kids were crying too and then at the funeral it wasn't it, I, I didn't cry as bad i did cry for a little bit but not as bad as how you know what i mean like the, the the first time because I allowed myself to fucking almost empty everything out you know that I had to because I felt at peace after you know and then also people would tell me like you know what like d- when you get sad don't cry so much really really bad because then you don't let them rest in peace that's why you know I don't know but <laughs> that's what they told me you know so I keep that in mind too so I don't cry as much you know what I mean and then also because when I'm working if I if I just allow myself to just be sad and cry I won't be able to get my job done so I, I I think about that too. No, no, I get but, you. But when I get sad, fuck it. Sometimes I'll be driving, I'll fucking have a listen to music, fucking tears be coming out. But as long as I'm focusing on what I'm doing, and then I get to my stop that I got to do, and I'm there in the fucking park in the in the, in the truck for like five minutes, still crying. Okay, snap out of it, dude. Boom, and uh, and I get going, you know. Yeah. But what I do too is sometimes I'll fucking I'll talk like she's right there, like hey, you know, like or before before I go to work, hey baby, I'll be back, you know, and I'll like caress the urn, and I'll leave, and you know when I come with me, I'm back, baby, because uh, I mean. All that shit about mediums, all that shit's real. You yeah. know, people say it's not real. It's real, right? Now, I had something happen because I, okay, I was mentioning to you, uh, we used to sit up in front of our apartment on a bench. And um, I had like a, when my dad passed away, I got something, an app called Spirit Box. The reason why I started using that is because there's some dude that talks to rappers with the Spirit Box and they start talking and it sounds just like them. Okay. He's, oh, check it out, download this app. And I, and I was going to download it, but I had a pentagram. I'm like, I'm not going to download that shit. So I de- found another one that didn't have a pentagram. And there's one that you just hear a bunch of white noise and you hear a bunch of people talking. There's fucking high frequency, low frequency voices. The low frequency voices are, are evil spirits, right? Okay. And what, what might happen right now is as we're talking, you see this, this thing. What happens sometimes when, when there is something here, this shit will start dimming. Like it'll kind of like flicker. Okay. Like 
that that like that wasn't supposed to do that. It, it kind of it's supposed to kind of gradually. It doesn't turn off all the way, but sometimes it'll flicker, and I noticed that that's like someone's here. Uh-huh. Um, but this one I don't really use too much. It's a smaller one that I have, but um, maybe as we're talking, it, it might happen. But um, so I'm out there and I'm using it, and the one with the voices, it's too much chatter, so I turned it off. So there's another one where it, you you turn it on and it loads 300, 350 words, okay. and whatever. Spirit is there. We'll use those words, and it'll be like, like a little computer talking, and like like a little robot right, instead right. of an actual fucking different voices. So all of a sudden, I turn it on, and I'm sitting there by myself. And to the left of me was where my wife used to sit. Right. Right. So I'm there, and I fuck. I'm like sad. I'm looking, you know, at the empty fucking spot next to me, and fuck. I'm just there kicking it, and I turn it on, and then all of a sudden, um, it says, uh, it says psychic. And then it went away, and then it said devil. And right there, my wife's telling me, no, that don't don't go to Because I was thinking of going to, uh, it's a comedy show, and they have a psychic. His name is AJ Barrera. And these guys have a podcast, se llama Paragordo Activity, like, like paranormal or paragordo, right? Oh, okay. Those two gordos. All right. And they have that homeboy. And usually, they'll have their comedy show, and then they'll have this guy come out, and he'll just be, he'll be out on the stage, and he'll just be like, okay, you... And they don't charge you extra. They just take, if they feel like someone's trying to uh, give you a message, they'll be like, you, and they'll start talking to you. And I wasn't going to do that. Even, be, even when my wife was still here, I wasn't going to go watch the comedy thing and just, fuck it, let's check it out. Let's see what happens. Right, right. So I was thinking of doing that. That was my intention to go there. And after she passed, I wasn't going to go check it out. But once I got that message, like I was like, nah, I'm not going to fuck with that shit. You know what I mean? Because I know all that stuff's real, and it, she's telling me that. Because I felt like it was her telling me that, you know? Right. And also, the day that... Uh, at the at the at the oh, actually the the day that she passed away and we we're viewing her downstairs um it was me and her mom were up there we had like a we had, it was two hours to view her then they gave us an additional half an hour so me and her mom were up there and i'm like kind of caressing her 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 arm and stuff right i'm touching her arm and all of a sudden dude she felt warm like she wasn't cold anymore and she was already cold because when she passed away and i was there for a couple hours up there in the in the in the room with her she had already turned cold and she was already getting rigor mortis with her, her hands right right and so she was cold and we're touching her and she's like yeah she feels warm so it's like she she went in there real quick again so so we could feel that she was warm because wow. her her mom said that she felt warm too right and then at the funeral my uh my homeboy ryan shout out to ryan he he spoke and he because he's a pastor and he's known us for 20 years and he he met her so he knew her so right. i thought it was right that he he did a eulogy because he, he knew us right so when he was done then it was my turn and i went up there i didn't have anything written down i just spoke from the heart i was saying stories and stuff like that and then um when that was done i was like hey guys by the way there's churros out there because there's churros and coffee out there but people don't know what they, they, so as soon as i said that boom everyone just went out there like when when a concert ends right. bam, they all ran out there right right so us me him and some other homie that was our co-worker was there too for we saw work at craig and auto parts and uh, we're talking and i'm talking about her right and all of a sudden i feel her touch my my, my right side like behind my back and that's how she because she would hug me like that from the side you know she put her arm around me and i felt hey i felt something she touched me she's here and then um on when was it on christmas day we went to my my homeboy's house um it was uh it was during the day we went after i got off of work because i worked the other job and we went over there and, and i was talking to her about her you know right and again she oh, hey she somebody touched me and it was her she touched my back again as i was talking about her so like those are the signs that i've got you know i, have, I haven't seen her in my dreams or anything like that but those are the signs that i that, I, that i've got you know from from her 
that's that's interesting that's interesting i didn't i didn't really get too many signs after uh damien passed but we did like looking back on it we can see like signs leading up to his death mm. so like for example um we used to have in in our room we have we have like big glass sliding doors right and we had like at least two windows in the rooms and there was a point i want to say maybe a couple months before he passed you'd have a little bird just i just just wow pecking, pecking at the window i mean there were times in which my wife would be like what the hell is that we'd see like a little bird just in the must wow just right there in the esquina and at first i'm not i'm not really thinking anything about yeah. it i'm just like okay it's looking at his reflection because i ended up putting that little screen that kind of like controls the heat from yeah. coming in yeah. and it was just like this was during the time when it would get really really hot so i'm like i ended up putting that shade on yeah. there i'm like it's probably looking at this reflection whatever but there was a point where it was just consistent it was cada, cada rato then, then it was a point where he actually switched windows it was almost like closer to where like damien slept because yeah. he i had a little bed for him right next to ours yeah so that way i was i always kept yeah. an eye on him i always i always gave him his medication early he always had a little bird even just tapping on the window then on the day he ended up passing the bird didn't even t tap since that happened the bird hasn't even come by oh wow yeah and then it's like after he passed um we noticed like there was a bunch of crows in our backyard just like a bunch of them just i said juntaban i was just like whoa that was weird so then like we'd start looking into it and it's just um i think in native american mythology saying that like like crows or like they are the ones that lead the soul oh, to, wow. the, to the afterlife. afterlife yeah yeah and it's just like it's just like the movie yeah and that no with brandon lee yeah the crow yeah and it was just like dude there's like actual truth behind it and you start doing little research on it and it's just like the birds are sending messengers so it's like wow. anytime yeah that that got brought up in therapy yeah, too yeah, they're yeah. like yeah anytime you ever you ever see anything or algo like happens like supposedly if you see a couple of crows that's because they're they're sending you a message mm. supposedly like that and it was just like it was i found it always just it was it was at first weird because it's yeah. like i've always kind of grown up being thinking like oh okay no it's it, that can't be possible but yeah. there's too many coincidences to the point where you can't deny it yeah yeah and it's just it's like yeah. You, yeah you start doing your own research on it and just like it's just it's just fascinating and just like you know what these these traditions that happened in cultures before us it continues but the thing is we're all stuck to technology yeah. to the point where it's like we're you not even notice noticing it. yeah yeah and it was just one of those things where it's like you know every now and again it's like i'll be driving or thinking i'll start thinking about damien or whatever then all of a sudden the crow will come by wow yeah, and just it's it's that's a, cool man yeah it's a trip it's a trip even there was a point where even my my wife tripped out on it once that because damien he really didn't talk he very very minimal words that he ever said but one of the things my wife always wanted was to him to say mom and he i mean he did say dad like maybe once or twice but he was he was one of those kids where it was like if you weren't there if you didn't hear it guess what too bad he ain't doing it again so right yeah you missed it yeah exactly you missed it yeah so my wife was like he she was always she would always wanted damien to say call him to call her it was like mom say mom or ma algo yeah. right 
and all of a sudden she ends up she ends up leaving for work just out of coincidence a crow comes down as a guy is riding his bike all of a sudden the crow goes like ma 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 and it's just Damn. she stopped and even the guy that was riding yeah, his bike up. he just stopped and he was like he kind of like looked at her the the uh, bird flew away and she's like even he asked her he was like you you, you saw that right yeah. she was like yeah and she was like she had just been thinking about damien saying it's like yeah. oh, he never said mine wow. like, Ma, Ma, there Ma. was yeah yeah like dude there's coincidences you can't yeah deny. yeah that's not a coincidence that that's real yeah, and yeah it's just every now and again it's like you just one thing that i've also learned is like every now and again you gotta just stop and notice something yeah. like something will happen where they're sending you a message from yeah. the other side let you know hey guess what we're all right you you gotta you gotta but you but you gotta you gotta slow down because our, our life is so fast now it's so fast moving you know yeah. uh nowadays um speaking of birds i um the day i remember i guess like in the 90s 98 99 um me and a couple of friends were in pasadena and we saw a white owl and I think a couple of days later, I think one of my homeboys' mom died, right? And then fast forward to 2021, uh, it was um, December 11th, and uh, we're because we, I parked my car far away from uh, my my house. I have to park it maybe like about 300 feet away, 400 feet away right. around the corner, and we're walking to my car, and I see a a, a white owl. I told my, my wife, oh, look, a white owl, that, that represents death, right? And the next day, my dad died. Damn. So I saw that, right? And then where I work at, at my second job, um, I, I, was, I was there, like, by the football field, and uh, I looked up, and I saw I saw an owl, but it was, a, it was a brown owl, and it was just there looking at me. So I was like, fuck this. I went in there, I got close to it, and I was trying to record it. And then when I tried to record it, he flew to the other other goalposts, like on the other on the other end zone, and I want to go follow it, and I fucking I tried to record it too, and it was just staring at me, and then I looked that up, and it didn't say anything about a brown owl, but it said something about a white a white owl, but this must have been like in uh, maybe like in March, like in May maybe, but my wife ended up passing away in uh, in October. But I gotta look into that. What what that was, you know what I mean? But I, but but I was trying to be like, nah. There's a bunch of owls here, and they're no, they're called the owls. That's her mascot. So right. I was like, nah. It's, this is like you know the owls. You know what I mean? And it, it didn't happen right away, anyways. But the time that I did see the the white owl, someone died. Yeah. You know what I mean? So this is all like Native American stuff that we we have no connection to anymore because unless you read about it or you know or you know any any elders that that know about that kind of stuff, they can tell you. You know. And um, you know we we got we got Christianity forced into us, and that's what we believe now. Exactly. You know what I mean? But there's a lot of other stuff that was around before that. You know, before that was introduced to the natives that were here already. You know, exactly. And they believe it because they 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 see that it's real. They believe it for a reason. You're not gonna believe some shit if it's, if there's no truth to it. Exactly. You know. Exactly. I mean, they always had the what was it the the wise man and the tribe. It was like that was the go to that yeah. you would go to talk to him and he would tell you, hey, this is this is where you do. I mean, there was there was a reason. What was it? Yeah. He was what were the shamans. The shamans, yeah. And it was like they clearly know. Yeah. But the thing is, it's like nowadays with technology. Nowadays, <laughs> we don't we don't want we don't want to pay attention to yeah. that. Yeah. We're we're more instant. 
interested in in the phone whatever's in front of you i you know the fast fucking fast results like hey let me look at stuff is right here you know yeah but just hey, that's one thing i've also learned you gotta slow like, down huh yeah you gotta slow down to yeah. take a look because life is too fucking short it goes too by too fucking fast that's one thing i i learned based on these you know two tragedies that have occurred in my family is man i mean i, I like i said it's inevitable but you you, you it lets you it grounds you and reminds you that it's fucking fast it goes by so fast and it can end it in an instant you know what i mean right so we got to slow down you know sometimes I, I do a bunch of shit at once but i gotta slow down and focus on you know what's in front of me you know yeah i mean you just every, just every now and again just just like that old saying what they say every now and again you got to stop and smell the roses yeah Stop, smell the roses, look up. Look at the sky, yeah. Look at the sky. I mean, yeah. talk to talk to your loved ones and watch. Next thing you know, you'll you'll see like like a butterfly or look at that. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, I mean You Dam- know what I gotta stop and do? I just gotta start uh, yeah, yeah, and do that. Yeah. You're right, man. Yeah, Damien Damien used to love butterflies. And every now and again I'll be I'll, I'll take my dog out for the walk. I mean, sometimes I put that in the stories. Yeah. I have I have the dog with me. I'll start I'll start talking to him as I'm as I'm going. Next thing I know. I'll see a butterfly just come out out of nowhere, just wow. kind of fly by, but like in a way that you can't miss. It. You can't miss it. It, it crosses your 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 field of view. Your your you're right, right. Your your line of sight. We see it right there. Exactly, and it's just like it. You, you feel comfortable. Yeah. And it's just like at times. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, dude. I'll, I'll I fucking ball all the time. Yeah, yeah. But it's like once you let that all out, and it's just like it's all positivity. Let you yeah. know, hey, guess what? dad i'm safe and you know what everything's fine just yeah. now you focus on you be yeah. positive yeah because uh my my daughter today we we're talking she's like yeah man like my, my mom really wanted to go to disney disneyland we had gone before and she didn't like it but i guess she didn't want to go again and she's like oh like we didn't get a chance to go i said well you know what i mean don't don't feel bad because like you know like right now She's not even worried about that. That that's nothing. The, those are things that concern us because we're alive and we're here in this world, you know. And it's all like fucking. We got all these things that we shouldn't even worry about, or that we shouldn't even crave or, or or want to do. But because it exists here, you worry about it. But they don't they don't care about none of that stuff no more. They're they're just at peace, you know. Exactly. This is just because we're in this in this realm right here. After that, she doesn't even care about that, man. You know, that's 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 shit that we worry about while we're here and we're alive. You know. After that, you're in paradise. You don't got nothing to worry about. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's just like, hey, guess what? There's there's no longer pain. Yeah. There's no longer any worries. Yeah. Whatever. It's just it's all peace. It's all yeah. love, and it's just like. I think when I think when I mean they they say that whenever someone passes away and you say, oh, at least they're not suffering. Like you're not supposed to tell people that, right? But I think let's say like people that have have, have gone through loss and they tell you that, you know, it comes from a a, a place where like they they they've experienced that, so they're saying it because they know. You know, but when someone tells you, it's like, "What do you know? <laughs> you, yeah. you don't know." Exactly, and also at the same time, I don't think they want to. They want to believe like they're sounding ignorant yeah. by not telling you anything. Yeah, but it's like at times it's better not to say shit. <laughs> exactly, I think I think one of the best things. Say, I'm I've, sorry, I know. Yeah. I'm like sorry for what? It's not like you did it. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I tell people why it's not your fault. Yeah, we're all. Gonna, I tell them like it's not your fault. We're all gonna die, and they fucking stay like, oh shit. You yeah, know? They don't, but, but I'm serious. Like yeah. it's not your fault. Yeah. It happens, man. Yeah. What, you know? what What are the things that I've noticed that that does really come in handy when people say it is, you know what? I I just don't know what to say. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Be honest. And it's I have like, no words. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Exactly. But they're all like, but you know what? I'm I'm here for you. 
Yeah, or I'm praying for you. Yeah, I'm praying for you. That's cool. it. Cool. I say, hey, that's cool, man. Like, I don't know. Or sometimes I don't have any money or I don't know what to say, but I'll pray for you. Hey, that's all we need, man. Prayers. God's giving me the strength, man. So just keep doing it and, and it's working. Gracias. I'm, I'm, that's, you know, that's all I that's need. That's it, man. Yeah, and yeah. it's just like, that's 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 all you need. And that's it. That's more reassuring than, oh, yeah. my condolences. Because yeah, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. They're no longer in pain. Yeah, what'd you know? Yeah, like, what do you know about that? Yeah, but... I, I, w- I would get that a lot, dude. Yeah, it's just, it's... You know what? It's people. Reality is just, it's just one of those things. One, death. People don't want to talk about death. Yeah. They don't want to deal with it. They don't want to deal and with it. it's like, yeah, I mean, like like you said, we were talking about it earlier. They, they think it's contagious. It's yeah. Like, no, it's, not, it's not contagious. Guess what? We're all going to die. Yeah, when you tell them that shit, some, they, get, they get even more scared. But hey, it's like, just, just so, you, so you understand, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Especially, my thing is, it's like... One thing I've always learned, especially with even when Damien was in the hospital and even after he death, I was just like, I found a lot of comfort in dark humor. Mm. I got that that fucked up sense, yeah, of, yeah. sense of humor. <laughs> and at times I kind of have to make a joke out of it because if I don't, I, it's, I'm stuck with it. Yeah. And I've noticed if I joke, then I feel comforting. Yeah. But then someone else comes by and they're like, yeah. oh my God, it's fucked up. Yeah. But yeah, dude. Yeah, as long, whatever, whatever, whatever makes it better for you. Yeah, makes it easier, you know. Yeah, I mean, at, at his at his funeral, right after they had laid him to rest, because it was like his his whole process was um, viewing the mass and the burial literally the same day. Oh, same day. So it was just yeah, it was just it was a tough tough day. Oh yeah, man. But yeah, once he was actually laid to rest, buried, and someone was talking to me, they're like, oh, okay, well, you know. Um, Oh, are we gonna go to your house and all like that? And I'm yeah. like, I'm like, yeah. Well, let's let's go to the house. I mean, I pointed at his grave. It's, it's not like he's going anywhere now. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. And they're just like, give me a look. Yeah, <laughs> I can't believe well, you said that. Yeah, I can't believe you said yeah. that. It's like, yeah, because I'm the dad. And I'm suffering. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't want to cry in front of you. Yeah, yeah. No, but also, it's like, yeah. no, no, dude. That's just that's that's how I cope. Yeah, that's, everyone everyone copes with it different ways. You know. Yeah, we all we all grieve differently. But uh, but but they were like, man, that's like to them. It's like, oh man, I can't believe he said that. But I mean, yeah, but only you know the funny thing is, it's only your close, true friends that know you. They're all like, fuck, this fool cracked a joke at his own kid's funeral. Yeah, and it's like, fuck, he's just you know, okay, you know what? That just let me know he's gonna be all right. Yeah, he's yeah. hurting now, but he's gonna he's be, be all right. right. Yeah, yeah, he's already trying to fucking you know. Yeah, he's trying to he's trying to snap light. out of it. Snap yeah. out of it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's yeah. yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you need a dirty joke every now and again. Yeah. Even, even no matter how dark, no matter how dirty, yeah. just something just to snap you out of snap it. Snap you out of it. Yeah, you're right, dude. Yeah, it yeah. helps. Hey, well, man, it's been cool, man. Uh, th- thanks for for coming down and, and and being on the podcast, man. And um, for sure, man, if, if you're down, we we can do it again, man. Because uh, you know it's gonna be a badass episode. Again. I'm sure those that are listening right now agree. You know, it's 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 uh, like to have you on again in the future in a couple of months. If, if you're free, I'll, I'll drive out there. You know what I mean? Hell so yeah, I'll drive out here. You know? Hell yeah, shit. You want to do a part two? We can do a part two. Yeah, dude, I'm honored. I, yeah, I, dude, this was a blast. Thanks, I loved man. It. Thanks for coming and on. Um, you wanna you wanna plug your your, your podcast? Yeah, um, you can find me on uh, Movies on Weed. Uh, I'm on Instagram, Movies on Weed, Movies on Weed podcast. I'm on Twitter, Movies on Weed one. Uh, I'm working on a Twitch. Um, thing I, I'm still working on that one. Yeah. Hopefully, by the end of the year, we can get onto YouTube, 
movies cool. on weed so yeah it's just yeah more shit's coming that's good man cool. yeah for, for the new year uh-huh. yeah for the new year but yeah hopefully all you listeners you know check it out like review uh you know what we need some money and we need more strains <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right man thanks a lot all thanks right. everyone for listening peace late all I-